how shit move nowadays. Like niggas just they roll with it. If you they run it, with the lie, yeah. It's true, bro. Click <laughs> record. It was perfect timing. I mean, it's a fact, bro. Like, because once the tabloids get a hold of it, they run with it, bro. They running with it. You know what That's I mean? So like, until you can clear your name. We running with it. They it's gonna continuously <laughs> running with it until you can get them to stop. So I mean, I get it. So yeah, he should. He sue should everybody. definitely no, but but Kanye should definitely sue for that shit though. I'm not gonna even lie. That's some that Jeffree Star shit was crazy. But if it's true, yo, I, I just remember what I told y'all three months ago on this podcast. That's all I'm saying. I said three months ago the rumor on the streets was Kanye was sleeping with somebody, and. and you had the inside man. I ain't I'm just lie. saying. I'm just saying. Gossip in the city. Fee never let Nick. Fee never tell no lies, man. Fee, fee, fee called the uh, the shit with old Trump the other day. So you know, I'm just, I'm just saying. But all right, just the vibe I'm on this week, man. Just the vibe I'm on this week. Why? What, what is? What is going on? Why is my thing doing this? See, my Apple Music is. Why is it acting like? Oh, that shit, niggas being blamed. Man. Oh, there we go. This is my vibe. I'm on. Apple Music was clowning, acting like I wasn't signed in. I'm signed in everywhere, nigga. Episode 177. It's the vibe I am on today. It's just cool and mellow after this long week. It was a long week. Niggas was clowning. You already know we got to get into it. I guess we'll start that, but let me just keep it. Yeah, let's see, man, confusion. No, I cannot reach a true conclusion. Yes, this is episode 177 of the Bros Who Think podcast. My name is Lennon Burnick, a.k.a. Youngboy Dewitz, a.k.a. The People's Champ, a.k.a. Beard Gang is in the motherfucking building. Yes, we are, ladies and gentlemen. What a week. And the only thing I can say is... Bruh. <laughs> the white people's wild. <laughs> the white people was wild. I got notes. I got other things we can talk about, but we're not burying the lead. You can't bury this type of lead. The white people was wilding. Me and Doom been arguing all weekend, <laughs> all weekend long about these white people. These niggas was clowning. Well, no, hold on, hold on. Don't do it. We ain't been arguing about that. You're right. You're right. Them niggas are some clowns. Yeah, you're right. right. We, we're not arguing about them. We're going to get to that. You are absolutely right. So the Proud Boys stormed the Capitol. Shit was crazy, man. When somebody messaged me that, and I was like, wait, are y'all serious? Like, I thought it was a joke at first. I looked. 
I see shit getting busted in. Niggas was was getting pushed off of buildings. You, I know you saw the Mario meme, and that, that nigga climbing yeah, up. I've seen that. <laughs> they hit him with the do 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 do, and he fell. That shit was fucking hilarious. Then, uh, uh, uh somebody died. Like somebody of the Proud Boys died. That lady got shot, and then they fucking they bashed in a cop's head with some fucking fire extinguisher. Them niggas was wild all over, all over a vote, bro. All over a vote. Brooklyn, you believe that shit was happening? You had the news. <laughs> bro, bro, I walked in that day. I don't know what, I was feeling good that day too, you know what I'm saying? I walk in that day and everybody's crying around the TVs and I'm like, <laughs> the fuck going on? Like, bro, they storming the Capitol. I'm like, they storming the Capitol? I know it was protesting, but they storming the building? They're like, bro, yes, they storming the building, bro. So, you know, we watching it, whatever we watching. Ain't no Fox News, they don't give a damn, bro. Like, so like, it's like 2.30 and Fox News has already released the video of the girl getting shot, like her getting put in the ambulance. I'm like, oh, that bitch dead. Like, cause I'm like, you see them trying to stop the blood from squirting out her neck. And I'm like, oh, that's a dead, that's a dead shorty right there, bro. And I'm like, yeah. I'm watching all this stuff. And I'm like, I ain't seen hashtag blue lives matter all weekend. All weekend. Silence. The hypocrisy is real. Niggas they talking quiet. about, I heard Fox News drop Antifa so many times, bro. I'm like, bro, who is, you remember that old Radio Shack commercial when we first found out what Bluetooth was and they kept saying Bluetooth? They was like, Bluetooth? What is Bluetooth? <laughs> what is Antifa? Show me the proof that they exist, bro. You talking about the fucking fairy tale. I mean, you talking about the uh, tooth fairy. They talking about Santa Claus. Show me Antifa, bro. At this point, you just throwing names out there, bro. That's they just thing. they just ducking and running and trying to find any excuse because they mans that nigga that nigga started that man Trump Trumpito said oh, all right y'all don't want to change the vote bet nigga bet <laughs> you nigga stormed the Capitol yeah. <laughs> get, say, get it done <laughs> some of these some of these uh, minorities got to be ashamed of themselves because they caught y'all oh yeah they was there they caught y'all on tape, embarrassing bro. why y'all there I, I seen my brown brothers <laughs> from the Middle East. I Why seen my, my Latinos. I seen Asian people. Why and I even there? seen some black people. They definitely had some niggas there. Oh, it was a few niggas there, bro. <laughs> yeah, was yeah. They was there. Dude, what you thought of all this? Did you believe it was going down? Because I, I definitely didn't. I was like, whoa, this is crazy. Well, when I first heard it, bro, I thought, like, old oh, niggas just climbed the wall. Niggas, you know, <laughs> went a little too far than they should have. But when I seen they was like, Taking fucking podiums out that motherfucker. They was sitting on Pelosi desk with, with his feet up and shit. Like I was like, I yo, know. these niggas is going crazy, bro. That's crazy. a big fact. There was bro, I, I ain't never seen nothing like this. This I don't wanna and look, 9-11 worst incident ever happened in America history, in present America. What's this number two? <laughs> I mean, as far as 9-11, the only thing that that matches up to 9-11 would be Pearl Harbor. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, cause it was like uh, a worst kind of terrorist attack from yeah, no, outside. Those, those are the two worst, for this sure. This was a whole coup, my nigga. Like, this is crazy, bro. <laughs> this is crazy. Even though, that's my thing. That's what I keep saying. Even though niggas was like, 
Man, these white people are not about to get this shit done. <laughs> I was just like, wait till the nighttime. Them, them cops gonna start busting your fucking ass. And that's really what it was. When the FBI got there, they cleared that shit out. And I ain't hear not one illegal thing, but I know the FBI was probably doing things that in the light. I ain't see it. I don't bad. know. Right. But at nighttime, FBI was like, nah, I'm finna put my paws on you, big dog. Yeah. You better move. <laughs> they bust them, they bust their ass. I don't give a fuck. Bust their ass. Cause that was a coup. That's what that's what like all these Republicans. Republicans are failing to like mention like, oh yeah, this was this was like our Black Lives Matter. No, it was not. Shut up. It's, this had nothing to do with rights. You niggas was trying to take over. And that you saw Colin Powell came. I was like, I can't be a Republican no more. They, they even got they even got the most loyal black Republican ever to say he not no more. That's crazy. Because they realize, bro, this is this is nuts, my nigga. Like, and and the the crazy thing, bro, like the, some of the 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 best pictures that were taken, bro was from a fucking war photographer. He has been doing, he's been covering wars since they first sent him to Nam. No, a lot. He, the first one he did was the, uh, the overthrowing of the government in Panama in like 1960 or some shit like that. And he said when he found out that Trump was making a speech, he was charged there. up his cameras, <laughs> had all his things ready to go. And he really did his own article, his own piece, and his videos of them yelling at the cops, we're one of you. We're one of you. Let us in. Nigga, how does that make sense, bro? They supposed to be defending your country. They de- they doing their job. You, you, know, let me you know who saved the senators? A black man. <laughs> A black man. Yeah. Shout out to that. Shout out to that nigga. Do we we taking care of him, man? They treat us bad. <laughs> the black man that, saved everybody. That, that's my thing, though. And, and I just want to point out, bro, that this was because it, it was a coup attempt. You know what I'm saying? But let's look at the niggas who identify as like the Trumpers, Proud Boys type people, they were able to breach the Capitol and look at what they did once inside. Like, <laughs> look, look what was on their mind. Like, nigga, let's go get these photo ops at Pelosi desk and shit. They wasn't really doing nothing. You know what I mean? They really like, was doing it for the gram. <laughs> idiots, man. Like this is this is the shit that we deal with in America, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like that could have been so bad. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You look at other countries in like political turmoil, bro. These would have been a bomb. Really, they been going a bloodbath. They going to war over that shit, bro. Like on some real shit. Like yeah, every day right. is like life and death type shit. And these niggas do all that, and they still in podiums, and they fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, dude. Like, imagine if get these niggas. The just imagine if I Al Qaeda had a, a good actor with him, like a good, like it would have yeah, been over. It would have been over with. What I'm saying, bro. That'd have been. But let me tell you this, Hollywood, y'all portrayed wrong because I saw White House down. I saw all that other shit. <laughs> That's not how it went down. That's oh, not man. how it went down. Not even close. <laughs> not even close, bro. Like I watch the redneck vampires out there, bro. I watch Air Force One. They have more. They have more security on the Air Force One or Con Air, whatever the fuck that shit was, with the, <laughs> with the president on the plane, nigga. Then this shit, that's crazy. But also, it's not the White House. But still, if I'm a senator, I'm like, yo, you niggas almost like what does Ted Cruz tell his wife? Ted Cruz already got punked by Trump with his wife when Trump called his wife ugly or some shit. Then. Not now he looking like a bitch supporting Trump and these people about to kill him. What, what, as a man, how you gonna look at your wife in the morning? I couldn't. As a senator, like I mean, if, especially the ones they got on video running. What do you say? Like I, I didn't see the video, but we did an interview with uh with our senator here, Senator Cassidy, and he said he said, bro, the first thing that happened 
was like, you heard whispers of like, you know, they breached the Capitol. He said, the first person I see is Mitch, uh, Mitt Romney running past me, bro. He said, <laughs> he said Mitt was running past him, bro. Later. I'd have been mad confused because, you know, like, Mitt ran for president, so Mitt maybe got a little bit more insight than I do on certain, you know, circles. So if I see Mitt running, bro, I'm being black. I'm just running behind him, bro. As soon as I see Romney running, I'm running. That's so I can only imagine, bro. Like, the ones we caught on, on video, they, bro, I see you. I see you. Oh, shit. That's, that's crazy just to now, see Mitt Romney yeah. take it off. On the other side, have y'all seen about the, the West Virginia congressman who Nobody was in the Capitol? Well, he was with him? He was with them, bro. Went yeah, live on that. Facebook. I did. Nigga that. was live on on his own Facebook talking about, don't know, throw, don't know. <laughs> As they storm in the Capitol, he's in there. He gets in the building with them. That's nuts. That's like Left the rock. on his, bro. That's Left like the owner of Rouse's. That nigga was there. He was storming oh, with him. But there wasn't proof of him, like, Oh, me doing he shit. Getting in the building. Like, there's not even proof of him in the building. You know what I'm saying? They just know that. Yeah. Maybe we just know he was in D.C. Yeah. yeah. This dude was Well, he was the at the building. rally. They got pictures they of him at the rally. Lied, but that's bro. crazy. Yeah, the nigga's a senator and broke in. That's like, fucking Like, <laughs> all the that congressmen in West Virginia was like, he was, he's a newly elected congressman. Like, oh, he's he going to jail. Won. He had he just won. I don't even know if he got sworn in yet, bro. Yeah, he's going to jail. <laughs> and the governor... The first thing in the morning, Thursday morning, bro, the governor holds a briefing. I don't fuck with him. That's not my man's. And then the other senators came out. That's not my man's. I don't fuck with him. Bro, I don't know how he go back home. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> he going to jail. What the <laughs> fuck? The nigga was on Facebook Live. See, see, dude, we're going to get to that internet conversation. That's Some well, niggas just don't need to be on the internet, well, bro. Well, this, this is my thing, because I, I, I low-key, I don't want to have that conversation on the pod. Okay, we don't have to. I, I do I do see how it is like a you know it's a it's a big issue. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> yeah. and if a nigga don't like see my train of thought, I could look crazy. Yeah, okay, we can keep that. it we'll keep it. You know it what I'm off. saying? But <laughs> it, it is a deal for these type of reasons, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like what the fuck? Why was that nigga on Facebook? That's crazy, bro. That's nuts. That is nuts. Just, did y'all see? Did y'all see the niggas um, in the airport trying to get home after? Yes. <laughs> crying like a motherfucker because they on the terrorist list. Yeah. Like, what the fuck did you think? Yeah. <laughs> what well, like, the fuck did you think? We were just this expressing nigga. Expressing our rights. No, nigga. What you did Yo, was did. act against your own government. Yes, did y'all see the terrorist. after that? Did y'all see right after that? Dude, they, they had the they had the video of the cops coming in after they find out they're on the terrorist thing and arrest them, and then people in the background like she has kids, she has kids, and the cops like, bitch, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> Them senators got kids. Those congresswomen Rex. got kids. Like, Rex. like what happened? What happened when they be storming in black people's house and taking people out and just yanking them out their house? Like, bro. come on, man. And, and that's that's my thing, bro. I don't understand how. You can feel so yeah, I don't feel no sympathy that that's your right to storm the Capitol. But Brianna Taylor didn't have a right to just be sleeping in her bed. Niggas like always bitch. got some kind of oh, her boyfriend was selling drugs. So like nigga, that don't mean shit. Yeah. She was sleeping in her own bed, my nigga. I have no and sympathy for none niggas of them. Didn't, still didn't lose their life. We got one that just went a little too far and they ain't had no choice, but. For the most part, all these niggas that were storming the Capitol, they still ain't lose their life. Most they, they got more casualties from the cops. Yeah. They had um they, they had other people die from the, the most things that happened was people died from medical emergencies. 
Like, I bet you did have a heart attack, bro. Yeah, you know, I shouldn't have been climbing up there. That's what I'm saying. I have no sympathy for none of them. Go to jail. And my thing was, if y'all not arresting all of them, don't tell me nothing about no petty thieves. Don't tell me nothing about no drug dealers. Don't tell me shit about selling drugs, doing drugs. Right. I don't hear shit about that. If you can't arrest a terrorist, then nigga don't come arrest me for smoking no weed, nigga. Fuck out of here. Yeah, real shit, though. Real I mean, shit. I'd rather be known for selling drugs than being a terrorist. A though. terrorist and someone else. It's crazy. I know. I know y'all see. Uh, y'all seen the video, the one, the the main one that went viral with she got maced and that oh. dude trying to interview her. Like, bitch, this nigga. This nigga asked her. He was like, he basically was like, so what were y'all trying to accomplish going in there? And she didn't know. <laughs> she was. Like, it's a revolution. Bitch, shut the fuck up. They should have shot your stupid ass. Wait, y'all watch anime? Have y'all ever heard of that TV show Animaniacs? Because they took the, the maze shit. Wait, I'm going to just play the audio. Totally insane. They pushed me out and maced me. <laughs> Wait, they maced That's me. That's crazy. She deserved it, bro. Like uh, real shit. <laughs> like Doom said, they should have shot their asses, bro. Like that's a fact. Where was the where was the rubber bullets? Where was the tear gas? What it takes? Nah, man, fuck a rubber bullet. I feel like the Capitol no, during right. the fucking confirming the electoral election. Shoot the ass. <laughs> Bro, to me, that is any an, an event that should be like guarded with lethal force. You know, what and I mean? now it will be thanks yeah, to that. That's a fact. <laughs> like at at some point, bro, you could say all oh, this other bullshit. Niggas was getting lethal when it was over the the local target in Minnesota. Right, bro. Like, but you can't get lethal over this shit. Like, that's o- over crazy. over, over uh, election. Yeah, no, you're right. Over a Walmart, niggas was niggas was killing niggas over a Walmart, running them over. R- people running over with cop cars and shit. But like Doom niggas said, was sharing their memes talking about run the black protesters over, over yep. their car and shit. Like, come on, where the energy now, nigga? Fuck a mace. Start <laughs> shooting them niggas, man. No, that's a fact. That's a fact. But what, what is it? If they loot and shooting? Fact. <laughs> right, fact. right, right. You loot, we shoot, huh? Yeah. <laughs> What's good now, nigga? I love the double standards, bro. And I love when they get exposed to such extreme measures. Because now I'm just Bro, like, that was y'all bad. Look, now look at y'all. Y'all looking real stupid. They talking about ain't T for this, ain't T for that. Nah, bro, come take these licks, bro. Y'all terrorists now, bro. Super, super terrorists. Nah, y'all talking about America. Giuliani better hope they don't come get his ass. Tell him what, what his dumb ass said. Did he say like we going to war? What he said? He said some stupid ass shit. Like, oh yeah, we'll swing back. <laughs> it, it's it's slow for Giuliani at this point because Giuliani can't show his face nowhere, bro. <laughs> at this point, it's just they gonna like, kill him in New York, <laughs> right? And then like, like once, once a uh, turtle Mitch decided that he wasn't fucking with Trump no more. You know, Giuliani, the right was on the wall, nigga. Once Mitch stopped fucking with him, nigga, you got to get out of there, bro. Like, instead, you cut yourself with your ass out on the set, still supporting him on the day of. Like, everybody had already jumped shit for the most part. Yep. No, that's a fact. Crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. The next crazy thing that, that ties in all this, they got that nigga off Twitter. He is gone. <laughs> the Don, he is gone. He's out of here. Get him out later, bro. Hold on. They got a full, hold on. I'm going to give you the full list of yeah, things. Yeah, I'm about to say, give us the rundown, bro. Give us the rundown, Because he is gone from a lot. Like, Some crazy shit they got this boy abandoned. Hold on. Here we go. I got it. On. This nigga is gone. Facebook, gone. QAnon, out of here. Facebook said, sorry, we can't have none of you infidels on here because we don't want to be accused of being terrorists. Facebook, out of here. Twitter, gone. Google, 
my question with Google is, can this what nigga not Google? Can he not like Google uh, chicken parmesan recipes or like fried no. rice? Like, what does that mean? What does Google mean? Can he not have Gmail? What does this mean? I'd assume that they ban your Google account. I mean, he could do like a basic Google search. That's yeah, okay, that's what I wanted to know. Any, anything outside of that, bro, you need a Google account for that shit. Like he fucked. It's over with. And so, I think yeah, he has no to Google do Docs. mail too, though. I think no right. mail, all of that gone. Spotify. Can you not listen to the playlist? <laughs> they said you gotta listen to ads now, nigga. Cause it's like banned or limited. So I'm like, I'm guessing he's limited on these certain apps that don't make no sense to us. It's gotta be like podcast kind of deal out the window well, now. What that that's what I'm thinking it is. It's more so they don't want him post-presidency to start that pod and keep spreading crazy energy. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, he he out of that from Spotify. Snapchat gone. Instagram gone. Shopify? I don't know. I guess he can't shop no more. <laughs> but, but ain't no, that, ain't no greater that, work you, you gotta think you could, you could fucking get out of your your presidential term and start having merch with hateful shit on it. Like I That's feel true. like they being super cautious with this. Well, nigga. Bro, for, in the next one, I'm gonna say for Reddit right. to ban you, you gotta be yeah. saying some. You gotta that, be bad. That's, that's, that's a big one though. Because Reddit be oh, everything can, goes on Reddit, bro. You can, you can see some crazy shit on Reddit. <laughs> When Reddit is where a lot like, of these ah. niggas be plotting all that crazy shit they that's, be doing. In the that's first place, yeah. Reddit and 4chan, that's a fact. That nigga is gone. Reddit, Twitch, no, no pods, no none of that. No, you can't, you can't live stream. YouTube, same thing. No live stream, none of that. Of course, TikTok got him out of here. TikTok got him out of here during the election. Yep, TikTok <laughs> was like, bye, nigga. And then Pinterest. Why can't this, why, why can't this nigga go on Pinterest? <laughs> he ain't scrapbooking. Fuck out of here, bro. You going to scrapbook. But you want to put your all, collection together. Those are <laughs> the only ones that I know of as of like right now. But that nigga yeah, is You can gone. get off merch on Pinterest, too. So I think that's why they banned the stupid ass. Let me see. Let's see if he's, uh, let's see if he's banned from anywhere else. Trump banned. But it's crazy. And then, okay. Uh, do we not go get into what me and you talked about, but I got to bring this up. The fact is, there's a lot of conversation. I want to see what Brooklyn thinks. There's a lot of conversation about, should he be banned? Yes. Or is it against his constitutional right? It's not, constitutional right. it's not his constitutional right to, to be on somebody's private-owned company. Just like how Republicans said, oh, people could refuse to make cakes for the gays if they don't want to make wedding cakes for the gays and shit like that. They refuse service. Twitter and all these places are not publicly owned by the government. These are privately owned companies. Last time I checked, so they can refuse service to him, and that's what they have done. They have refused service to old Mister Donald Trump. I'm and sorry, Mister Trump. Pack it up, bro. It's not because of what he said, because he's been saying lies all. Is the, the fact that he promoted violence? That's what it right. was. That's yeah. why these niggas got him out of here. Oh, and I, I found out what the Google thing is. Google pulled Parlor. A social media app for conservative and far right extremists. That's what they did. Ah, somebody was telling me about that, and they knew way more than I thought they did. I ain't saying no names, but I'm like, all right, bro, you on it? I see. <laughs> I never even heard of that shit. Yeah, me neither, bro. I didn't know either. That's how Wednesday we was the first time. I was like, that's how you know we clear niggas, bro. <laughs> we don't know what the fuck that shit. Is. I, I ain't never heard of that shit before. Wait, I found out with Spotify. Okay, Spotify. Hold on, let's see what they had. Uh, Apple did the same thing. They took Parlor off. Wait, what's Spotify name? I just saw it. Uh, oh, yeah, he banned from Apple, too. The apps and shit. Uh, Shopify is what you said, Doom. They took down his merch sites. It's exactly what you said. No, None of his merch sites and no merch sites affiliated with him. Gone. 
Oh, they don't have Spotify. Okay, well, I wonder if I if I wanted to open a Shopify store and sell Donald Trump merch, would they ban me too? Mm, maybe. Maybe that's crazy. The funny. The funny thing is the Make America Great people from Lafayette. Them niggas off of Spotify. Yep. Get out of here, nigga. Man. Damn. Go on. Yeah, dude, you didn't know that's why they, all his merch is in Lafayette. Made from Lafayette. I did not know that. I knew that the, the company that made the official MAGA hats was based in Lafayette. I knew that. Yep. That's them niggas gone out of here. Dunskies. But yeah, no, I'm with I'm with you, I'm with you, Brooklyn, on what you said about everything. Like all them Republican people, get out of here. Like if and I saw someone on my Facebook, I'm not gonna say no names. I, I don't I don't know if he listens to this. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say any name. Was comparing it to fucking the Nazis, and I was like, "Bruh, <laughs> bruh." Yeah, nah, I was like, "Bruh, come on, fam, come on." That's so disrespectful to the Jewish community. That's fucked up to say, "Bruh." Trump being banned from from Twitter is like Hitler esque. But what about Trump's constant fake news? Don't trust the media. Don't trust the journalism. Like you niggas is these niggas are liars. All it is like that was more Hitler esque than Twitter banning him. Right, and and to be honest, bro, the kind of brainwash shit he doing is ridiculous, bro. Because there was a fucking there was a congresswoman in, in Illinois this week, right before the uh, the the riots got crazy. So it, it probably didn't age well for her. She said uh, she was at a you know rally, whatever. She says Hitler had one thing right. We have to uh, secure the youth and make sure the youth believes in our movement. And I'm like. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Nice. But that go back to now, Doom. I will bring up this point. That's how we was talking. Me and you was talking. This nigga got a top five finesse, top five come up. This nigga is a genius manipulator. The fact that this nigga Donald Trump got niggas to to stop believing in science. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Well, that that was that was my whole point that I was getting at when I said. Oh no, I, I was tripping. I, I I was tripping on that. You was one hundred percent right about that. Cause like. The, the the fact that you can manipulate people into believing shit that is obviously not true takes a crazy skill set, bro. Yeah, that's nuts. You know what I mean? That's that's literally the same as we, me and you standing outside. We looking up at the sky and I tell you, hey, that motherfucker green. <laughs> and at the end of the conversation, you believe that it's green. Yeah, I'm like, oh yeah, it's that's green. That's what he did, bro. <laughs> no, that's you a know fact. what I'm saying? And that takes some crazy, <laughs> like, it take a crazy skill set to be able to do that to the masses at that. You know what I'm saying? Like this wasn't just a handful of dumbass niggas, you know, in the corner of the internet. Like he had damn near half the country believe in his bullshit. Yeah, that's you know a what fact. I'm and now like, they all crazy, they all feeling dumb now. That, bro, yeah. I, I gotta say, and I know people gonna get mad at me for this, but I don't <laughs> care. I don't care. As as painful as the last four years of Donald Trump was. I think it felt amazing to see all these hypocrites just wrong. Like, it's the biggest I told you so. Like, you niggas was, you niggas were not just wrong. Y'all was really wrong. And y'all almost forced a coup. Like, shame on y'all. Shame on y'all. I also think I'm glad that this happened because now y'all can't go back to being closet racist, my brother, because I already <laughs> got the proof, baby. Yeah. I done seen you show your ass on the internet. 
Yeah. I seen you show your ass in public. I seen you show your ass in profile pictures. You know how niggas was editing their pictures and you could put like the little bottom line on there, like Trump 2020, Trump 2016. That's it, baby. Yeah. It's not It's not going away. I remember who you are. I blocked a couple it's, people because of it. It's a lot. Of it's a lot. I'm saying, bro, I've been on Facebook for a very long time. Like maybe since around 2010. I've maybe had like two or three niggas that I ever felt like I needed to block. Bro, if I go to my list of block accounts- Oh, it's a lot. I got a lot too. The last four years, bro. It is long, my nigga. And I'm saying it's it's literally like just the fact where I can't take a level of stupidity. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's the crowd that that Trump attract. Because like, Lynn will tell you, bro, me and this nigga disagree on a lot. That's but a fact. We can we can have a conversation without it being some crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and for whatever reason, Trump crowd is that crowd where it's like, all right, I disagree with you, but because I disagree, now I gotta be some shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. And that I, I can't fuck with that, bro. You gone. Yeah, all no, I'm with you. I showed y'all ass that's that's on that type of time. Y'all done. It ain't no coming back from that. Fuck yeah, it's that. bad. It's bad for y'all out here. So just know we told y'all. Let me let me find. I think I got a sound effect for these niggas. It's, it's just all right. Y'all, y'all are over with. We'll see y'all. Peace out. Time to go. Bye-bye. It's over with. I, I feel good about it. Me, I'm 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 loving it. Sensational. Sensational, baby. Like I love it. I'm 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 so glad y'all did all of that. But all right, let's 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 switch gears. Uh y'all saw wait. Some like crazy shit went under the radar last week. Y'all saw what Von Miller told his baby mama? Uh-uh. Von, Miller, Von Miller, Texas baby mama said, I'm honestly pl- praying for a miscarriage. Oh my God. <laughs> That's crazy. Both of y'all face. Both That's... of y'all face. Wait, it gets worse. He says, fucking disappear and get an abortion. You so fucking whack for this. A keep a nigga baby, you lame as hell for that. <laughs> Baby mama uh, released the text messages, allegedly. Of course she did. I would have done it too if I was her. (laughs) Nigga, if I'm Von, I'm hollering CTE. My head is fucked up, nigga. I don't know what I'm saying. (laughs) Fuck that. That's crazy. You can't say shit like that. Yeah, you can't. I'm about to say. You can't do it. I'm praying for Miss Carrie. That's nuts. That's fucking out. That's insane. Like, you can have a conversation with your baby mama about that, but like, not even, bro. Not even, bro. No, no, no. I'm you can about, be I'm... mad with your boys yeah, at the bar and be spewing that kind of anger. Yeah, yeah you, you know can't. No, 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 no. I'm not saying. I'm saying like y'all gotta have the conversation if y'all gonna keep it or not. That's that's something y'all can talk about. But like, it's her choice at the end of the day. It's but you're right. You gotta... <laughs> <laughs> like, nigga went full day Chappelle anger on her. Like, ah, bitch, I hate you. Like, why did he tell her that? In- yeah, you can't. You can't. You can't text that. nobody. <laughs> you can't. And, and, and really, when you think about the reason that he mad, now he don't open a door for. But when that baby drop, nigga, you get ch- him for every motherfucking dollar, nigga. Give he me all that shit, nigga. Fuck you. <laughs> exactly, bro. Like that was the whole reason so worse. And the judge gonna agree with it too, cause she he got That's these texts. That's, That's a fact. It's over with. Von got eighteen years of this. <laughs> That's a fact. While we kind of on football, bro, I just want to say shout out to the Cleveland Browns. Them niggas scored 28 oh! points in the first quarter. It's 28-0. <laughs> they busting their ass. 28-0 in the first quarter, my Embarrassing, nigga. Embarrassing, bro. We gonna they talk gonna about this. That's, that's crazy. But is, isn't it the defense? The defense doing everything, huh? 
I ain't watching it. I'm just looking at the score. I just oh, okay, yeah. I, I know they, they had a fumble. That's crazy. That's nuts. Shout out to Cleveland. I hope the Steelers get their ass bust. Wait, right. Brooklyn, that's your team? The defense is doing a lot. They got two picks. Wait, Brooklyn, that's your team, huh? I ain't saying shit. That Fuck is your team. Oh, I forgot. Your team getting their ass bust. I've been said, I didn't even know we would come out and have such a good regular season. Like, I thought yeah. it was completely trash. Like, this whole first, this whole season to me was a complete shot. So, I was oh, like, yeah, 11 I don't see us fake. going very, yeah, I was like, I don't see us going very far. Like, I already said it. I wasn't, I wasn't predicting us to go out. And, and Juju crazy. Smith needs to stop dancing. <laughs> Not with Juju as our lead receiver, bro. Like, Juju got to stop dancing, bro. He calls it, niggas, niggas coming for his neck. So, also, Doom, man. I, I, we I, we were supposed to talk about this last week, but it came out the day we dropped the pod. You fight? Would you fight academics if you was Rory? You, hey, we would have to, bro. Because I feel like, bro, I feel like it's a lot of shit. Brooklyn, you know what happened? happened? Wait, wait. Brooklyn, you know what happened? Uh-uh. Academics. Well, explain for the people. Yeah. yeah. Academics exposed on Twitch exposed that Rory was cheating on his girlfriend nah. and that he got a his video fiance. of it. His fiance, nah. yeah. And he got a video of it. And he was like, if you keep talking about me, I'm going to drop it, nigga. Fuck you. And he was talking in the most disrespectful tone. That's what got doomed for a lot. Well, he was talking greasy. Yeah, he was talking, greasy, yeah, he was talking super greasy. You yeah, now saying? we got to fight, bro, because the way he talking, he clearly want to see these hands. Clearly. But, but, but see, this is the thing. Not only are you talking about my me and my fiance, but the, the energy he was bringing, he was like, yeah, nigga, y'all always trying to paint me to be the corny nigga. But I'm going to show you, nigga, when it's, when it's come time to, to handle business, I'll I'm fucking the- in you, nigga. Yeah. Like, he said that. He definitely like, said those exact oh, words. I'm, I'm just like, bro, nah, man. But I will say, I, I and I can't ever tell with act, because I really think that a lot of that story wasn't true mm. or super exaggerated. You know what right. I mean? But if he was telling the truth when he said oh, Rory, Rory pulled up yeah. to his crib... That's a fact. It's fair game, nigga. You you show up to my house because apparently Rory went to Rory from the Joe Button podcast. Will go send a threatening letter to Academics' mailbox. Apparently, like he dropped some shit off in the mailbox. It was like fuck you. Yeah, he didn't see what it was. Right, but he said it was a threat and he dropped it off in his mailbox. Like actually pulled up to the crib. Yeah, to his house. house. So it was like, all right, nigga, you doing that? Now it's up. Yeah, everything off off the table that that. But still, that's that's between. I feel like that's between us. You don't have to bring. Yeah. You don't have to bring my love life into this. That's fucked yeah, up, man. But he should know that a- a- academics been showing us that he fight with the gloves on, bro. Come that's on true. now. That's true. Yeah, but, but if I, I'm Maul, I, I, I gotta say something, Nad, because you're not gonna keep calling me Neely Maul. I think I think Maul Maul ain't worried about that, man. <laughs> that's Maul true. Not trying too. to get twisted in the middle of some act shit. Like I feel like the thing with act. He understand his audience, and he understand exactly the type of shit that his audience fuck with. They like that salacious content. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh but yeah. To me, to me, I think nigga, if if I'm at, or if I'm Rory in in my relationship, you just saying like, hey nigga, I got proof that you cheating. That is already equal as you dropping the proof. If it was real, drop the fucking proof, nigga. Shut the fuck up <laughs> yeah. and, and show us what the fuck you talking about. Because honestly, now my bitch already looking at me crazy. That's so a yes. It, it don't fuck even fucking matter. It don't even matter if you waiting or not. Just drop. Yeah, because yeah. he tried to pull that shit with. 
I ain't gonna drop it because I'm a real nigga and I and I'm and I respect your relationship. Yeah, yeah. like, like no, on, you don't, nigga. You on the internet with it right now. Y'all That's the thing. My shit up. So just drop it, bitch. That's why I think he capping. Like everything mm. that that act do is bullshit. Because you, you definitely just right. saying that was the equal effect of dropping it. Yeah, you know, for saying? sure. Like, he can't go to his house without talking. He can't go to his house without having a conversation about that. That's a fact. Yeah, for sure. He can't go to his house any day without having a conversation about that, nigga. Until there's a video proof, if you until he's proven guilty or innocent, it's a conversation every fucking day. Yeah, that's <laughs> and, for sure. And I will say this. This might be, like, changing the topic a little bit. But for women, I don't think it's never even about what the fuck you be doing. It's the fact that you got them out here looking stupid. Yeah, they, they don't want to... Either way... Bro, this nigga act was saying all this crazy shit with a picture of his girl, Rory girl, on the green screen behind him. Right, and it's like, come on, bro. Like now, everybody, all of these niggas that's watching this fucking video is looking at you like, damn, bitch. Now you, you know what I'm saying? Like you got this white boy cheating on you. Yeah, (laughs) that's what they saying. That's exactly. And the fact Rory White definitely play into it most of. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. No, you you right because that's a. Cause it don't even matter. It's, it's like not that the the thought is that it's gonna just keep burying in her brain, burying in her yeah, brain. Bro. But you're absolutely right. A woman does not want to be embarrassed. Like you could, I'm not gonna say you could do anything, but like, don't don't have a don't have her on front street where it's like every all y'all business out in the open. Right. Yeah. Like you could I'm take saying, care bro, of it if it's if it's like just between y'all. You can you can be and, and y'all let me know if I'm tripping. But let's say. You go out somewhere with your girl, like you and your girl, y'all out at a bar or something. Your girl catch you doing a little bit too much with a chick. You just, you know, flirting a little too heavy. You know what I'm saying? Y'all gonna have that conversation. She gonna be mad, but a couple of days you be able to shake back out of it. Yeah. You do that same shit on some IG comments where everybody else can see. You it's over, worse. my nigga. Yeah. You done. That's, no, that's a <laughs> fact, bro. It's over with. You right. Or, or just to even if y'all in public and her friends there, and, and that's where you doing it. Doing yeah, it? that's where you fucked. It's over with. It's more so about the embarrassment for women. Oh no, I and agree. That, with that. That's what Act did times a thousand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's an inner the whole world. That. I didn't know he put her in the green screen behind. Yeah, that. he did. Yeah, bro. He had yeah, pictures bro. of her. Behind it was bad him while he was explaining the shit. I, I told him we got. I would have to fight that nigga because oh, like yeah, I, we for can't. Sure. I, for sure. We got to see me, my nigga. Yeah, that's a fact. But I think Act do what he do. He got to have some type of security. Or he got to have some or some guns at his house. <laughs> nigga. But but I don't even see Act the type of nigga to pull the trigger. Like that if it too. came down to it, I don't even see him. You know what I'm saying? He could have 20 guns. He ain't going to pull the motherfucker. That's a fact. He got he to gotta have some security or something. He got to have a ring a ring alarm system, some dogs. He got to have him yeah, something he, to that he house. Got something, bro. Because, like, got they got too many people mad at him. That's the thing. And it's like, I'm shocked they didn't. Well, I'm not shocked. I was expecting him to talk about it on the pod, but it was like, when I, Joe was like, we're not going to pay this no attention. That's what I feel like was said. Yeah. Because I, I was like, expecting See, but, but for that reason, though, is I really feel like, there is some validity to that's what I think. See, that was saying that was my thought process, Doom. Because if it was fake, they would have joked about it on the pod and been like, yeah. Ah, this nigga wrong. But yeah. the fact they didn't even like, they didn't even yeah. like go near it, like it was like yeah. they didn't even think about talking about that. That yeah. made me think that nigga because look at look at how they handled the, the Joe situation when they was accusing him of the shit with the dog. 
they BS that for like the next three episodes. That's a fact. Because Joe was like, nah, nigga, I don't fuck with dogs like that. You know what I mean? Y'all niggas tripping. And they joked about that multiple times after. And that was like a big deal. This remind me of when Joe cheated on Sin before the uh before they actually talked about it. Yep. When they yep. was trying to keep it quiet. Well, he he still ain't never say that. So yeah. <laughs> that's why I feel like it's some validity to Rory's situation. Poor Rory, man. You got to fight act, though. Also, shout out Stacey Abrams, man. She turned Georgia. That's another thing that got overshadowed in that whole political shit. Fact. That black lady did that, man. I was proud. I was, I was definitely hey, proud. Mitch, later. <laughs> <laughs> later, Mitchie. <laughs> Shit's hilarious. Not them niggas, not the majority no more. Fire. Yep. I love it. But, but I will say, because I don't want to seem like I'm a leftist, if the left don't do right, we gotta be on their ass because they got they got they got better potential to do right than Obama had. Obama didn't have a Congress like this. Like what, what you call it? Uh, Harris get the fucking uh the fucking deciding vote. So they don't have no excuse, none, zero. You think they gonna do right? I, I hope they do right. They're not you know about I mean? to do right. We go, but uh, Republicans yeah. gonna be saying, "I told you all so in four years." Watch. <laughs> Oh no, bro. They 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 can't talk for like another ten years. That's true too. Do you think that you think they're gonna do right? I hope so, man. I don't have faith in nobody in politics, but I, I feel really that. hope so. Yeah, they they need to, cause if not, oof, that's crazy. But uh, let's see, let's see. Oh, this is my final little thing. How y'all be re- how y'all be reacting when y'all see people you know out and about, but it's not someone like your friends with, like you just know them. Before you keep COVID. Let's do before and out. Do you just walk past him or do you talk to him? During COVID, bro, I just be walking, bro. Before, did you talk to him? It depends on how much I fuck with them. You know what I mean? Like, like you said, if it's somebody I just had like a class with, if you make eye contact, I may give you a head nod or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> but like, if if uh if it's somebody like this, this is a couple of people that I still don't really fuck with, but I've had like because broadcast them small at ULL, so. I probably say, hey, what's up, bro? You know what I mean? But I'm not gonna stop him. I don't even do that. I just I see, I, if I see Doom on the streets, if I see Lynn on the streets, I'm I'm acting the ass. Yo, what's good, my nigga? How you doing? You know what I'm saying? I'm acting a whole bunch of questions and shit. I don't care if you with your girl finna stop you. I'm that type of nigga. No, I feel if that. I fuck with you. But that's if that's your you, friend. Nah. I'm talking about if I don't if I don't fuck with you, or even if you not my friend, even if we're on middle ground, I'm not really trying to stop and talk to you. I'm gonna just keep oh, it yeah. pushing. I'm the same way, bro. Like and, and luckily I don't have to deal with that because I'm like across the fucking country. But every time I go home, because you know Karen Crow is you see small. everybody you, that's bro that hey, happened bro. when I went to New Iberia. I didn't want to talk to none of them niggas. <laughs> bro, I was in Super One last time I went home and saw at least six, seven niggas I went to school with. But it was all niggas that like we know that we know each other, but I ain't even fuck with you like that back then. Did, so yeah. I was you get the head nod and I'm going about my business, my nigga. Like you may get it. That's how I'm at, dude. You may get a head nod. Even but see, that's, that's if you head nod at me first. But if I see you first and you don't see me, oh, I'm putting my head down and I'm yeah. go, for sure, for sure, for sure. Because <laughs> like, yeah, I'm only giving a head nod if you see me and you make sure I see that you giving me one. But right, if it's just like we, even if it's just like we both notice each other and you waiting for me, nigga, I'm <laughs> push. Pushing, I'm not telling you niggas shit. I don't have no reason to talk to y'all, nigga. Fuck all y'all. <laughs> what you do when you when you run into like a, a ex that you used to fuck oh, with? God. Oh, I'm not even really faster than just, I than I just a girl. A girl. You had some dealings with. I okay. Depends on which one it is. 
depending on which one it is, I may just like completely turn the other way and just keep, just walk away. But if it's one that like, I know, like, I'm I'm a bit small. I'm gonna do. I'm a small talking. Like, see how she is. You know. Yeah. I can't help that. But if it's someone that I don't fuck with, oh, I'm turning the other way. We got. This the one way. that made her made him into strip club Lynn, He better turn the other way. Shit, bro. <laughs> fuck. Shit. That one. She made. I want to say bro. something right now, but I, I but I'm not. My hands. I ain't gonna lie, bro. If I see it in the streets. Shit. <laughs> Man, I'm an issue, nigga. Me, fuck. I ain't saying shit. Yeah. Especially, especially <laughs> the ones that's like. You don't moved on. You married. You got kids. What What is it to talk about? Yeah. Oh, those for sure, for sure, Doom. I ain't got nothing to say to you. Yeah, Wait, how do y'all feel about y'all exes having kids? Because, bro, that's that's been something that's been happening a lot recently in my life. It doesn't. I don't give a fuck though. It's, it don't. It don't. And that's the thing. It doesn't affect me, and I don't feel any type of way. I'm just like, I just look at it a certain way. And I don't know what that way is. And it's not in a hating way. It's not in a jealous way. It's just like, mm, all right. I guess that's not, I guess, I guess y'all look okay together. I guess, I guess your kid is not ugly. Well, it depends. If the kid is ugly, then I'm gonna say, damn, that's ugly ass kid. But <laughs> usually the only thing that goes in my head is like the old Queen song, another one bites the dust. I mean, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, it doesn't really matter to me, to be honest with you, bro. I just be seeing it and I look at it like that, bro. Yeah, I just had to see what y'all thought. Yeah, Dude said, fuck them. I don't have nothing to talk to y'all about. Y'all got I kids. Can, bro. Married. Uh-oh. But see, okay, Let's wait. Let's the man work offshore. Holla at me, baby. What's up? Oh, oh yeah, that's what's up. He got that's that 2010. He got that 2010 going. Fuck with me. What's up, baby? That's a fact. Hold on. That's you need some help with them groceries. Like, like poking on Facebook. See? Yeah. <laughs> what's good? You said <laughs> you need somebody to come check out your pipes? Okay, wait, but if y'all posted one of them on Facebook and they got a whole family, that make that make y'all feel a type of way. There ain't no way y'all just poking and, and trying to and trying to say, yeah, I'll, See, I'll be there when you man on the side. The, the poke is like you gotta translate that into is the coast clear? Oh, you know okay. what I'm saying? And if she responds, then you know the coast is clear. So the poke is just like like, yo, you know I got you, I got you, I got you. I got if you. If the niggas see the poke, you be like, oh, that was an accident. Nobody poked niggas on Facebook. That's a fact. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo, I can t- I already know what type of nigga Doom was. Just by saying the poke. 2010, baby, come on, <laughs> fuck with me, baby. What's up? Shit. <laughs> oh, I know how shit. it is. But that's all I got this week. Cause like I said, black people, like I told y'all off at black people ain't really do nothing this week. We was, everybody was calm. It was just the whites. The whites yeah, were clowning. You was, was making memes. The that's pale what? boys. We was busy making memes all week. <laughs> it's it's crazy that niggas actually felt like this was a W to see white people <laughs> on the fucked up end of shit for once. You know what I'm saying? Like that is w fucked up. Book. I ain't gonna lie, y'all. Yeah. I chalked it up. Yeah, I, I was. Like, I was at work in my professional ass setting. Obviously, we did with news, and I walked around and I said, "I just want to let y'all know." That on January 6, 2021, y'all had the luxury of working with your boy and seeing white people look bad, because that's what I'm finna do at six o'clock tonight. I'm finna make them look bad. It just <laughs> felt like it it felt like we were in their shoes, like when the George Floyd situation happens, you know, like that's like black people are devastated. Like, like it shit is tragic. White people and, are crushed right now. Yeah, and like white white people are like, oh, I'm so sorry that this happened to your people. Like they, and then this was one of those where we could be like, oh. I'm so sorry that happened to your people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you look bad right now. Oh my God. I'm sorry that oh, happened you to your like- to your cousin, <laughs> to your cousin John. He was a terrorist. I'm so sorry. Couldn't make it back home to his kids and his <laughs> shitty ass job. 
Fuck them niggas, bro. Let them niggas ride in jail. I'm going to fuck. Oh, shit. But that's all we got this week. Uh, Brooklyn, tell the people they can find you on social media, bro. You can find me at all social medias that we're Brooklyn at. That's Brooklyn with a Q, not a K. That's marketing purposes. Because we are not trying to get sued. Doom, tell the people where they can find you at as well. Hello, Doom SJE, Instagram and Twitter, man. Y'all fuck with me. Y'all go follow Doom, man. Y'all go follow Brooklyn. And with that being said, let, we got an interview this week, special interview with the artist Tima. We're going to get into that right after the song of the week. So let's jump into the song of the week right now. This is the remix. Gentlemen, this week's special guest is a very, very dope hip hop. I mean, dope R&B artist, Miss Tima. Tima's in the building. She just dropped her uh, latest project, the Tima Tape, last year. How are you doing, ma'am? I'm good. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I'm excited to be here. Glad to have you. So I heard about you. I first heard about you when I, I someone sent me one of your Instagram videos about check out what this girl's doing. She's making <laughs> like cool sounds and it sounds really dope. What made you start doing the doing the whole Instagram? Uh, I'm going to put out my sound. I'm going to show people just different small vignettes of me. Yeah, definitely. I think definitely COVID was a little bit of like an eye opener because before I, I had a band and we would tour like a lot and have a lot of time to produce at home. So then touring stopped. I'm home and I'm just like, you know what? Let me just like, you know, make the music I like and make and just like put it out there. Let's see what happens. It was the first time I ever kind of went solo and just like by myself. So I just wanted to put stuff out there. Do you think that benefited you? in the in your career trajectory with this covid year uh yeah definitely it was in november i had like early november i had like 
2,000 followers and then like my kind of jingles that I put out blew up and I grew like up to like 100,000 in like a month so it was like wait what just happened you know what I mean but definitely was helpful and also helped with my artistry because it forced me to make something new every day I got you so let's let's backtrack a little bit what got you into making music and just give us a little bit of your story how did you get into making music and the whole I always call it the blur blur from like the back of the book give us give give the fans who might not know who Tima is just a little bit about you in that regard got you got you well basically um my mom put me in lessons at like around five years old um she I don't think she thought it was gonna go anywhere she just kind of was like let's give you something to do on Saturday <laughs> like you know afternoon so you're not home watching television yeah and because I was so young I, I thought it was school so it wasn't something that I thought I could like quit you know what I mean it was kind of like oh okay so Saturdays I go to piano and then um I ended up having the same teacher until I was um, 18 years old, which was super, super crazy. And there was a period of time between like around maybe 10 to 14, I'm not sure, where I wasn't taking lessons because my teacher had to go back to her country. And I had gotten in trouble because I got like a C in a class and my dad said like, no more television. <laughs> so I had to like entertain myself. So for fun, I would basically play like my old, my mom's old R&B CDs and mm. I would try to figure them out on the piano. So after like four years of doing that and nothing but that, that kind of like upped my ear to you know, play things that weren't classical music. Uh, that makes so much sense hearing your music. And I got to say, yeah. What the the style you go for is something that I need back in R&B. And, I'm, and when I found you, it just it felt it made so much sense because I can play you with my girlfriend. She loves your music. And it's just like this is a sound that people needed. Do you attribute that to the, that time with your mom? And then who would you say are some of your biggest influences from that era? Because when you look at, for example, the Tima tape, that's heavily 90s R&B inspired. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I, 90s and 80s R&B was, I kind of just like grew up on that. You know what I mean? I think um, I definitely, I think our generation was definitely blessed by the fact that this was kind of right before headphones. So you were forced to listen to the music that your parents were listening to in the car. Like yep. you couldn't just listen to the music that you wanted to. So that was like the music for me. I felt that was like, you know, that was pop music to me. Um, for me, definitely like producers wise, like Ted, uh, Teddy Riley big inspiration, Devante Swing, massive inspiration. Um, in terms of like songwriting, I think Missy Elliott's a wonderful songwriter that people don't know, but she's a great songwriter. Brian McKnight, I love his um, songwriting skills. So those were definitely like massive um, uh, inspirations for me. And you can hear you can hear all of that in the team of sound. But the thing that I I love about your sound, it feels today. It doesn't feel <laughs> like time lapsed in that period. It feels like, no, this feels fresh for a 2020, 2021. But something that catches me is the lyric choice of yours. And that's <laughs> your music is like you're not just you're not just singing about like love here and there like no like you're, you're talking about all kind of different things from Jim and Pam to like the Go Gina <laughs> song talk to me a little bit about that like is that something you do to stand out more or is that just you as a who you are as a person and an artist yeah I think it's definitely speaks to like my personality um from 
before all the music I put out, like I identified as a performance producer where like I would write the music, I produce it, but then I get someone else to sing on it and they'd be the featured artist, right? Like a Pharrell or a Mark Ronson or something like that, right? And I never really felt comfortable singing because I just like, I just couldn't take myself seriously. And I never really wanted to be a singer. It wasn't really like my thing. But during COVID, of course, it was kind of getting difficult to like get like my usual singers to sing. Like they would, we could send files back and forth, but like me, I like to be in the room. I like to like- It wasn't that real magic. Yeah, it was, it was very like, okay, like sing this part. Like, so then eventually I was like, all right, I gotta like suck it up and just kind of start singing my own stuff. And when I started writing songs, I would normally write like no traditional songs and singing it. I would listen back, like I cannot take myself seriously singing about love and singing about like all these different types of stuff. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I found that like I sang better or like I was more comfortable when I was just being like comedic and I was being like ironic and sarcastic and things like that. And that's kind of what developed like the team of comedic R&B relatable um, element. I just kind of like took it and ran with it. It works with 2,000%. I got to ask you, are you a big Office fan? Because that Jim and I Pam love, song's amazing. I love The Office. Like, I absolutely love The... And I I normally wouldn't like it. Like, it, I was one of those people that was slow to, like, watch it. And I'm like, I'm not going to like this. But I w- became obsessed with it. I was like, I grew to care about Jim and Pam. And I'm like, I'm going to make an R&B song, like, about them. And I'm going to be dead serious. Like... <laughs> That was awesome. Another one of the songs from the tape that I really connected with that I thought from the music to what you were getting is the intro, Amazon. That remix, what an incredible way to start the project. If you could tell us a little bit about the creation of that song. Yeah, definitely. Um, Well, that originally was one of the first kind of short Instagram jingles that I had put out, maybe the first like four, you know what I mean? And when I was putting together the tape, I had to put this on because it was the one that... um, Erica Badu had like reposted. But I was like, I I love, of course, I love the 90s where like there's 4,000 versions of like the same song. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I'm gonna put this out, right? Cause it was originally a ballad and I'm gonna like switch it and like make it like New Jack Swing or whatever. So then I kind of like just chopped it up. I studied, I even though I listened to a loud New Jack Swing, I studied it like the percussion very seriously because I wanted it to sound very like relaxed and not like, you know what I mean? Very, very yeah. corny, you know what I mean? So like I studied it and um, I made it and I'm like really happy with the way it turned out. And I think that just the way you talked about how you do your drums, that's what I that's what I mean when I say it's fresh 2021 sounding. It doesn't it doesn't feel like it's stuck in that in that time period. Another one that I love is I bought it like you start it <laughs> off and it's just like the I, the beginning jingle and it's just a vibe. And then you switch it up and you're like, OK, we're balloting at the end of it. Talk to me just a little bit about that song, how you go from the beginning of like, oh, yeah, we're dancing, we're getting into it. And then it switches to that ballad. Yeah, definitely. Um, I kept, that was also a jingle. I kept that the same. I just kind of like elongated it and kind of like played with um, the beat. I want that to be something that you could, you know, vibe to. It's very kind of like relaxed, but it kind of has a kind of a rhythmic energy to it. And I like to fuse ideas, you know what I mean? So like, the hook is a little bit more reminiscent of maybe like late 90s, but like I wanted the verses to feel a little bit more familiar. So I like, up the auto tune on it, made, wanted to make it feel like you know very modern, made it like like you know rap singing, bubblegum yeah. trap kind of stuff, and I'm someone like that just likes to shake stuff up. 
So like at the end of the hook, I'm like, all right, I gotta go with like a new time signature. I gotta throw in some jazz. When something is, my production is really synthetic. I like to throw in something real just to like mm. balance it out. So I'm like, all right, I got, um, I gotta play saxophone on it. And I play with the chords and I feel like that was a nice way to end off the um the album. No, it definitely was. Also, are you t- are, are you taking screenshots of stuff or are people sending you <laughs> screenshots of stuff? No, I am the queen of screenshots. Like <laughs> I, I love the screenshots because I hate being gaslit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now is the is the is there a specific art to the screenshot, like not getting caught in, or is it like the way you explain it, like, yeah, screenshot, but it's for, it's for, for, it's for my use to, to win an argument later down the line. Yeah, you have to, like, store it because you have to know the character of the person, but you have to give them the time to redeem themselves. So before you whip it out, just be like, are you sure? Like, that's what you said? <laughs> are you That's what you said. Okay, I'm just... you're going with that that's your story okay and then you bring it out you know what I mean so that there's no confusion let them be solidified in their answer so you'd be like that's not it sorry nope (laughs) try again 100 (laughs) as a as a creative as an artist which one do you prefer more uh, being on the producing side or the writing side or even more so the performance side because you like you said COVID you weren't really into the performance but now there's a fan base and an audience there to see you perform. So which one, which lane do you kind of prefer more of? Well, I hate this question. Cause I, I literally love all of them. Like I like, there's none that I like perform more than the other. Um, if I had to choose one that I only could do one for the rest of my life, yeah. like, and I couldn't do the other, it would probably be performance because it's fun. It's, it's, it's a live interactive um, experience. You know what I mean? Like you're right there with the people and that's, you have to kind of write and arrange the whole entire show, but I, I really like them all. Like I wouldn't want to choose. 100%. 100%. When, so where, where do we go from here? Because you, like you said, you were doing stuff with the band before, but then this became your thing. Is it, is what, what is the future like for a team and what should fans expect for you coming 2021 and onward? Oh, hopefully this COVID gets out the way. People wear their masks. Yeah. Facts. And I would just love to tour. Like I would just like, that's my dream. Just kind of like, city city like almost all year round you know what i mean not all the like i'll, I'll eventually i'll get too old for that but like i definitely as want long to as tour. you can yeah yeah Just, all i ask is you put new orleans on the list that's all i, I got ask. you i got you i got you <laughs> awesome okay well before we get up out of here we always do a rapid fire question where yes we just, we just get away from the business what's your favorite food just to let your fans know insight to you shrimp Shrimp, Any I, kind of shrimp or crab seafood. Got you, got you. <laughs> if you could go anywhere on vacation when COVID is done, where would you go? And it's everything's paid for. It's anywhere you want. It's rapid fire. Oh, I'm crying. Oh, <laughs> California, California, California. I've never been okay. to California. <laughs> all right, all right. I, I dig that. What's your favorite <laughs> movie or TV show? Living Single. Living. Oh, shit. okay. Ew. How do you yeah. feel about them bringing friends back, which is basically white living? Like, yeah. <laughs> don't, is I don't know if this is gonna be a visual medium or not, but yeah. like, <laughs> I want to say no disrespect to friends, but it's kind of all disrespect to friends. Like, 
living single was funnier than friends and it came first that's a fact. friends became the big one and they all got careers after that like but it's all right i'm okay i'm happy for them go for it but living <laughs> single was better hell yeah hell yeah okay uh favorite movie if you got one titanic Titanic? Oh, yes. Okay. okay. It's a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. Okay. I'm is that is that is that your favorite Leo movie? Yeah. Okay. It has to be. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Definitely. Okay. okay. Had to see. Just had to see. That's. <laughs> I've never gotten Titanic on the show. I like that. That's a great movie. All right. And then the final question we ask anybody: If you're the writer, director, producer to the team of movie, how do you want that movie to end? Oh, I love that. okay it's funny because i love movies and this is like the perfect question to ask me um uh, me and my little like no my like loft right but lost for children i guess and i guess um me with my partner and it's just like I have my big studio and I've kind of retired, but I make music, you know, for just not because I have to, but because like, you know, I want to, I got like 10 kids running around all different ethnicities, just looking like the rainbow tribe. You know what I mean? And just chilling and then like making music and then like playing with them and then like eating. Family. 100%. (laughs) I feel that. Awesome. Tima, tell the people where they can find you at on social media and where they can get the project at. You can find me at Tima Likes Music on every single platform, Instagram, TikTok. I have a YouTube channel that I've neglected, but I'm putting stuff back up. Um, MySpace, Christian Mingle, Black People Meet, all that stuff. <laughs> y'all make sure y'all go follow Tima. Thank you so much. And definitely be sure to check out her album, The Tima Tape. But with that being said, let's finish up the podcast with Bros Who Ball. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to say thank you to Tima for coming on the podcast and talking to us about the Tima Tape and a little bit about herself. But before we get into Bros Who Ball proper with myself, Adam Schubert, and joining us back again, it's been a while since we had him on the show, Mr. Julian Navarre. But we have an interview with Jordan Foote of SI. Let's get into that right now. And then after that, we'll uh, get into Bros Who Ball. So without further ado, the interview with Jordan. All right, Bros Who Ball fan base. We, we had a special guest because we're talking football. It's playoffs. And we got Jordan Foote here. Is it Jordan Foote? I pronounced yes, it right? Sir. Jordan yes, Foote's sir, here. It. And uh, you work for SI. Am I, not cor- am I correct? Yeah, yeah, I cover the Chiefs for Sports Illustrated. So. 100%. We got the Chiefs Sports Illustrated, Jordan Foote here in the building today. And I just I just want to bring you on to talk some NFL, to give us your thoughts, deep dives, especially because your Chiefs are had the bye week and now they're on deck to play next week. They either – who do you believe they're going to play? Because we haven't watched that game yet. Yeah, man, it's hard to see – the Browns upsetting Pittsburgh and men like I want to see Lamar and Mahomes because those two like have had this quote unquote rivalry since they've been uh, first playing against each other. So I'm, I'm excited. Hopefully it's Baltimore. Mm, okay. So you want the Steelers to win. So they go play yeah. the bills and then, okay, cool, cool. Well, let's, let's uh, backtrack a little bit and talk about what happened this weekend. Let's start off with the bills and the Colts. The Colts kind of, I always we said all year, or at least on this show, we said all year that the Colts was a good team. They had a good mm-hmm. defense, but the offense was the problem. Do you think that what we saw on Saturday was more of the Bills 
not playing up to their potential and having that mistake of Josh Allen fumbling, why it was so close? Or do you think it was just more so the Colts were just a good football team? I think it's both. Um, as somebody who watches the Chiefs, like the Chiefs are known for getting out to those big leads and then giving them up and letting teams creep back in. So um, I think part of it was that. But also, like you said, the Colts are a good team. Like Phillip Rivers isn't horrible. They have a good offensive line. Their defense is really solid. Um, they can run the ball. So overall, man, like I thought it was going to be a close game. Um, and every time Buffalo like threatened to pull away, Indianapolis climbed back in. And I mean, it's kind of a fitting end for if it's Philip Rivers' last pass that he couldn't even get the ball into the end zone. Like, I kind of feel bad <laughs> for the guy, but he's his whole career, he's come up just short. So that's it a kind bad. Yeah, it was his, a poetic ending. His earlier teams were so good with Antonio <laughs> yeah. Gates and Ladamian Tomlinson. He yeah. could just never, never quite get it done. But hopefully, I, I hope he's done so we can have a good Monday night football announcer. Cause yeah, oh, oh, for sure. Yeah, um, if he can find some time to get away from, like, his 50,000 kids that he has, <laughs> then it'd be a good gig. 100%. All right, let's go to the next game of the team that, uh, that you want to play, Lamar and the Ravens. I think this was – and I picked the Ravens to win this game just because mm-hmm. – at the time last week, they were the hot team. They 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 were on mm-hmm. a run, and then like you, they're at this point in their season where they're hitting their stride. So it was, I thought it was foolish not to pick them. Do you think Lamar kind of got that monkey off his back of everybody's like he can't win a playoff game, he can't get it done? How how did you feel about what Baltimore portrayed on Saturday as well? Yeah, big time, man. Like the number one thing on Lamar is. He can't win a playoff game. He can't win the big game. Like there's no bigger game than a wild card game against Tennessee. Like they're going to keep being huge playoff games, but man, like he didn't even play spectacularly well. Like it wasn't a fantastic Lamar game, but he ended up winning. And like to hold Tennessee to 13 points, Baltimore's defense showed up. And I was kind of worried that it was going to be a high scoring game, but now going into Arrowhead against the Chiefs, that's going to be another monkey on his back that he is going to have to shake off. Like, if he loses to Mahomes, then it's going to be Lamar's not in the same tier, blah, 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 blah. But I'm happy that he at least won a playoff game. Like, the Titans, I never really bought into them just because of how bad their defense was. Um, And, like, if your best players are running back, then I I just don't see you winning big games. That's just... A lot of people thought that that uh, 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 Clooney or uh, Clowney signing would have helped yeah, this Clowney. offseason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Clowney signing would have helped this offseason. Not so much. Then they pay Tannehill the big bucks, and it's just like, were those moves the right moves? But, I mean, they're a playoff mm-hmm. team, but they just – were those moves moving you closer to getting a championship? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. It's like – they're a good team, and they're going to make the playoffs as long as Tannehill and Henry are together. But, like, for them to – win a Super Bowl, they have to do something different. Yes, they do. Let's go to the game that was yesterday night. I thought I thought this game was going to be more of a blowout than it was. Mm-hmm. The Buccaneers and the Washington football team. What do you think of, of Tom Brady and the Buccaneers' performance? This makes me not scared of them next week as a Saints fan. I'll yeah. just be honest. The fact that they couldn't <laughs> go in and handle business against a non-Alex Smith team, like, <laughs> I, I just was, was kind of flabbergasted. Yeah, man. Brady is what he is at this point. Like he's not spectacular. He makes plays when he needs to, but like that team has a good defense. They have Brady and the saints are kind of like, they're not the same way. I think like their defense is really, really dominant. And I think that Alvin Kamara is a beast. Like he's going to run all over anyone he plays against. He's a huge threat in the receiving game. Tampa Bay doesn't have that guy. Like 
Ronald Jones is either hurt or not on the field, and Leonard Fournette has never been a receiving back. So it's going to be a matter of, like, if Evans is healthy, how much they can feed A.B. and Godwin. That's going to be a really yeah. good game. But to not blow out Taylor Heineke and the Reds – or not the Redskins, the football team, like, I just – it doesn't leave a good taste in my mouth. It leaves a sour taste in my mouth after that game. And like playoff games are wins regardless, like whether they were seven points, 10 points, whatever. But yeah, I expected a more lopsided game. I agree with you. And it's just, it, it's, and you're right. A, a win is a win, but it's just the optics of that win mm-hmm. against, against the football team that was from the NFC least. So it's just like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know, but okay. And then the, um the game that kind of shocked me was yesterday. I had out of all the games, I I picked all of these correct, but one. I, I I bet on Russ. I bet on let Russ cook, and that was the mantra all season. But it was also that their defense isn't really good. It's really bad. So if Russ isn't cooking, they're not going to win it. And the Rams came and kind of upset the Seahawks. Or do you think it was an upset, or was or did people just underestimate the Rams? I think we overestimated the Seahawks, and I was one of those too. That like I went on a podcast last week and said. I am never going to bet against Russell Wilson in a playoff game. Like that dude is going to show up and play. And he did not show up and play. And the Rams did like the Rams defense is super bowl caliber. Like if they can get Goff to be able to throw the ball at least a little bit better than he was. I mean, one week for him is a big deal um, to rest that thumb, but depending on if they start him or Walford, it doesn't matter. But either way, if they can like score 25 points, I think they're going to win playoff games just because of how good their defense is. They create turnovers. Um, it's, it's a tall task to go into green Bay and beat them. I mean, even if they can't do that, it was still a success. I think partially just because of all the stuff they're dealing with, but man, Seattle just did not look good at all. That's the thing. I feel like congratulations are due to the Rams, but I feel like sure. the story's more of like, Dang, Russell Wilson didn't get it done because I was with Mm -hmm. you. I was one of those people that I'm betting on Russ every single time. I just have to because he's one of those guys. It's going to be interesting to see the Rams. Now, we can start talking about next week because we saw the Saints blow out the Bears. There's no point in talking about that. (laughs) But we, we can get to next week, and let's stick on Rams and Green Bay. The thing with Green Bay, they also had the question of, uh, is their defense good? And But the problem is, I don't know if Jared Goff and that offense can score on a Green Bay defense that is, ver- I don't want to say vulnerable, but they are defeatable. The thing is, yeah. can the Rams defense hold up Aaron against Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, and like the only reason I think the Rams do have a chance is because they can put pressure on Rodgers. And like we saw what happened when he played uh, Tampa earlier in the season. Like that was his worst game in really that in San Francisco last year, like there's a couple bad matchups for him, but I don't know if the Rams are that team. Now, if the Rams can put up some points, green Bay has playmakers. Like they have guys like Jair Alexander, the defense as a whole is like really inconsistent. I don't really trust them a lot, but like Aaron Rodgers this season, are we going to bet against him? That's another thing where like, I, I just don't think I can do it. I agree. I agree with you. And with that being said, we can get your pick for the uh, Rams uh, green Bay game. I'm going to go with Green Bay. I don't know what the score is going to be. I haven't thought too much about it yet, but I just – it would be a huge disappointment if Green Bay did all of this just to lose in their first playoff game. Yeah, I agree. Let's talk Saints. <laughs> let's talk Saints-Bucks. 
this is a game of the the veteran quarterbacks who both need to hang it up. In my opinion, I've been I've been <laughs> Drew Brees's. Even though I'm a Saints fan, I just got to keep Saints fans honest. This has been Drew Brees's. This has been the hardest year to be a Saints fan and a Drew Brees fan, just mm-hmm. with his performance on the field. But I must say, what he did against the Bears was probably his best game of the season. So hopefully, he can carry that into the next game. What do you expect to see from the Bucks and Saints, and who do you uh, kind of think edges the other one out? I'm surprised they kept Breeze in the game late and then let him dive over the pile into the end zone or close to it. Like, A, the dude's, what, 42 or so, 43 maybe? He's over 40. And then his ribs have fractured ribs like just a few weeks ago. 11 to 12 ribs broke. (laughs) So I didn't get that a ton, but I guess that means he's not hurt or at least like close to 100% or he doesn't care and it's his last season anyway. But, man – it's a matchup of the defenses. I think like, I'm not worried about the offenses. It's going to be which defense can make the most plays. Like Brady's thrown some bad passes this year that have been picked off. Uh, Breeze has too, but they're different types of balls. Like Brady's have been bad decisions. Breeze's have been like underthrown passes where he just doesn't have the arm for it. So that's the thing. If they can't cover Alvin Kamara and he gets 10 catches out of the backfield, that's going to lead to some points. So I think I'm going to go with Tampa or not Tampa. Yeah, I'm going to go with Tampa Bay, man. It's going to be a close game, um, and I could see it going either side, and I'll probably change that pick 50 times this week. But my first gut instinct is to just go with Brady because that dude's just built different. You're rolling with Tampa. I'm not mad at it. I, I do have <laughs> the Saints losing at some point, but I think it's going to sure. be I think it's going to be the year team if I'm if I'm quite honest. But okay, all right, all right. You got Tampa Bay. Let's go to. It's hard to do the AFC because we're missing a, a team, but mm-hmm. let, let's assume you, the Chiefs do play the Ravens. We'll, we'll do a couple scenarios. Let's assume the Chiefs do play the Ravens in this first one. How do you see that going, and what do you think it's going to take for your team to come out on top? Because the thing is, the Chiefs, they, the Chiefs were kind of beatable at times this year. Oh, with, oh for sure. Pointing at games like against the Falcons and mm-hmm. uh, uh, just to name one, but like – Y'all's defense isn't the same, and mm-hmm. Mahomes hasn't been – he's been – don't get it twisted. Mahomes is amazing. Sure. Best quarterback in the league, in my opinion. But this hasn't been the Mahomesian – this is probably his mm. least least productive year, I would say. And that's yeah. amazing yeah. for him. And, like, it just depends on which Chiefs team shows up. Like, if the Chiefs that played – the saints in the first half or Tampa Bay in the second half or Atlanta for the whole game. If that team shows up, Baltimore could beat them. Now on the flip side, these two teams already played earlier in the season and it wasn't close and they've played before and it was close and the chiefs came out on top. Um, it Baltimore just can't seem to beat the chiefs. And like, am I really going to bet? It's all about betting against people. Am I going to bet against an Andy Reed team coming off the bye week Like that dude, sits in his office and just like watches whatever he watches. <laughs> Andy Reid's ridiculous off of a bye. And it's kind of a green Bay thing where like that team is way too good to play their first playoff game at home and get knocked off by a team that isn't as good. So Baltimore is hot, but man, I just, I don't think they're going to quite be able to do it. Okay. And then let's do the flip of if y'all are taking on Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns, I feel I, scared of that team for y'all if I'm quite honest like (laughs) not at all I don't think they can put up the points with y'all their defense Mm -hmm. is solid but their offense is it's just not there yet yeah and I like Baker Mayfield but like he's never going to be the guy where he can carry the team like for an extended period of time in a playoff game he's the guy that 
if the defense is playing extremely well, if they're running the ball extremely well, and his head coach is actually there and doesn't have COVID or whatever's going yeah. on there, and he has a full roster instead of people with COVID, then then I think it's possible for them to win. But they would be overachieving if they beat Pittsburgh and got to the second round in the first place. Like that's, that's another fact. one. It would be a huge shocker to see the Chiefs get upset by them. Baltimore, I could see, but Cleveland, no way. Yeah, I agree with that as well. And let's go to the flip side of Buffalo. That This is the team that I think is in the whole league the most dangerous mm-hmm. to you guys. Yeah, I feel like as much as I love the Saints, I, I picked the Saints to lose in the Super Bowl to y'all. But to, I always had the caveat of Buffalo is the most dangerous team to the Chiefs this year. So assuming mm-hmm. they play Pittsburgh, uh, if Baltimore does indeed go play the Chiefs, how do you see that game going? Because Josh with Josh Allen and, and, and Doug and – Sean McDermott put together this year. Incredible. Yeah, no, Buffalo's legit team. Like if the Chiefs played their B game, I think Buffalo could like possibly steal one. Like it is entirely that team. But then again, Buffalo, they didn't play fantastic against the Colts and they almost got sent into overtime with them. So it's all about who plays the best at their peak. And I think the Chiefs peak is better than the Bills, but still if the Chiefs are at like 80% and the Bills play to the best of their ability, the Bills are going to go into Arrowhead and beat them. So the first they have to get past whoever they play in the second round. But man, like Pittsburgh, I never bought into them this season. Like even when they were 11-0, and I was like, they're probably the worst 11-0 team <laughs> I've ever watched. <laughs> they, I just don't trust Big Ben. They don't have a running game. Um, they do have a good defense, but man, Josh Allen is – He's really, really, really good. So I think Buffalo will be able to advance another round. Yep. And I, and then the fact that when they lost Devin Bush, that defense just looks completely different from that. Like, it's it's a solid defense, but that guy mm-hmm. is the playmaker on it. And like you said, they can't run the ball, which they're going to need to do against Buffalo. And as, and as much as I like Juju Smith-Schuster, Claypool, and, and Johnson, it's just can Big Ben utilize those weapons? And mm-hmm. I don't know if he can do it. So... I'm with you. I'm I'm rolling with Buffalo as well. But let's assume they end up playing. Uh, uh, I think it would be Baltimore. No, yeah, yeah, it'd be Baltimore. Let's assume they end up playing Baltimore. How do you think that game would go? Um, I'd still go with Buffalo, man. I think that Baltimore is a really good team. Um, but Buffalo, they they seem like they're on a mission, and I don't know if that mission's gonna culminate in a Super Bowl appearance. But like for them to have all this hype and momentum heading into the postseason and then not be able to follow through with it. I think that they're a good enough team and the defense, like it's been really inconsistent this year, but they have so many playmakers like Tredavious White's a top five ish corner in the league. They have guys like uh, Matt Milano. They have a good defense players wise, personnel wise, which is kind of where the chiefs are at. Like you look at their team on paper and you're like, this team should win every Super Bowl like ever in the history of the league going forward. But um, I I think Buffalo will be able to pull it off still. 100%. And and those are our picks for next. These, this is Jordan's picks for next week. You guys real quick before we get you up out of here, what's your thoughts on NBA right now? Are you, are you enjoying the season? Give me some of your favorite teams just real quick before we get you up out of here, man. uh, Philadelphia is a ton of fun to watch because it's weird that Embiid and Simmons haven't like clashed yet, or there's no roster thing. Like they have some guy. Danny Green has played somewhat well for them in spurts. Um, Seth Curry, that's the one. Yeah, Seth Curry, Tyrese Maxey had a good game. I think it was Saturday night. He had like 28 or whatever, maybe 32. Um, man, Phoenix is a fun team that I really like. 
I'm a big Devin Booker guy, and I think that Chris Paul was like a perfect fit alongside him and DeAndre Ayton's feasting. Um, man, who else is fun to watch? Obviously, the Lakers are yeah. fun. Man, a fun, bad team. The Hornets are fun to watch. Like when LaMelo Ball and Gordon Hayward played together, they're, they have a pretty good chemistry already. It broke my heart the other night when they beat my my Pelicans. It's just, <laughs> it's just heartbreak. Like, geez, that that's, that's not another a fun team. Pelicans it, are another one. The Pel if they play to their ability, th- th- mm-hmm. they're a playoff team, but they they flounder sometime, and it, and it just yeah. it just upsets me. But thank you so much, Jordan, for coming on. If if the Chiefs keep winning, we're gonna ask you to come back, man. Especially if it's the Saints Chiefs Super Bowl, so we can break that game down. Tell the people yeah, they can no. find you out on social media. Yeah, follow me on Twitter at Footnoted. I do a bunch of NFL and NBA stuff, and then I also follow baseball pretty close. So if anyone's down to chat, I'll be there. 100%. Y'all make sure y'all go follow Jordan. Let's finish up Bros Who Ball. I want to say thank you to Tima for coming on the pod. Y'all make sure y'all go follow her, check out her new album. But it's that time of the week. It's time for Bros Who Ball. And look who's joining us back, back again. It's football yeah. season. We had to bring him back. Saints fans were getting too too cocky. We had to bring back <laughs> Mr. Julian Navarre. But joining me as always, Mr. Adam Schubert. I'll start with Julian. Julian, how you doing, man? Man, I'm doing You're great. Right. Here. My, my bathrobe and whatnot. <laughs> About to talk some sports. Can't wait. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Schubert, how you doing today, brother? I'm doing good. Uh, just getting ready to, like, th- this is the precursor to the new setup. Just okay. uh, getting into the new space. And uh, it's hindered my football watching a little bit, but I didn't catch the important ones. And then That's you got a big one this week. You got a big one this week. And let's start off there. How do you feel about the national championship game? Do you think your team's going to win? I need the pick. It's perfect, Julian, here. It's perfect football week. But I'll start off with you, Schubert. You got the shirt on. Roll tide. Are y'all, are y'all winning? What's up? Talk to me. Ohio State, is, is Fields going to take the if dub? The, if there was any team that matched up against Alabama out of all the teams, it would probably be Ohio State. They look exactly like the same team, except that their quarterback can move. So, but it, the big question mark is going to be how much movement can he do with the with the ribs? You know, he's got like some at least bruised ribs. I mean, like, he took a shot for sure. But I mean, like I think that Ohio State has eight NFL players on the offensive side of the ball. Alabama probably has the same. So yeah. I think it's going to be a shootout. Um, I, the, I like I said last week that I thought the score from the previous matchup where Zeke Elliott ran all over Alabama would be very similar, but I would say Alabama would come out this time just because they've been playing for a little, for a lot longer than Ohio state. So they've kind of worked through the Kings. They didn't have as rough a game last week and they'll be getting Jalen Waddle back, which could be a benefit. He could still be a little bit hindered, but Ohio state would have to respect him for being on the field. So that could keep um, less double teams on Devonte Smith. So I think the Alabama will win, but I think it's going to be like 42 to 35 and it could easily go the other way. Okay. Okay. Because you, you, you got, you got to remember that I chose Ohio state to win the national title at months ago. So, yeah. I mean, like I have some respect for this team and I understand that if they come out and win tomorrow, they deserve that because they and deserve to have been there the whole time. And your guy got the Heisman. Good, good time to be an Alabama fan. We'll see if Nick pulls it off. Julian, who do you think is going to win? She would think the going to win, but it could go either way. It really could go either way. This is the most toss-up game I've ever seen. Uh, I want—I really want to say Ohio State because I feel like they're a little overdue. I'm going to go with Ohio State, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they – like, like I said, it's a toss-up. I guess I'm going a little bit with my heart. 
not that I hate Bama because I love Nick Saban, but I, I, I like Ohio State too. All right, all right. I'm not mad at that. Either one, I think if I have to pick, I'm, I'm rolling with the Tide this week just because I feel like, like Schubert said, they've worked out more of their kinks, and I don't know how hurt uh, Justin Fields is. Now, if Justin Fields isn't hurt, then, like, huh, it's, it's they on got more weapons. They got yeah. more weapons on offense. That's true. All right, let's jump yeah. to the I end. Mean, they, got, oh, they, they have two running backs that could be in the NFL. They have two yeah, running backs that could be in the NFL. Alabama really only has one. Yeah, I mean, like, so. uh, Trey Sermon is unreal. I mean, that's yeah, true. but that's just He's been the be last two games. That's just been the last two or three games. But I like it. He, he's going to get drafted off those last two or three games. That's a so. fact. And his, and his Oklahoma stats, though. He was good at Oklahoma. Yeah, okay, I'll give you that. He was, yeah. Talking about last year and then, then the year before that? No, he was. All right, let's jump to the NFL. NFL is crazy. Schubert, we almost looked bad. We almost looked bad, but our team pulled through for us. We are pulling for the Buffalo Bills on this show, and the Bills almost proved us right. They almost did. I was. That's who you were talking about. I thought you were talking about the Saints. No, no, I God talking no. About the Bills. God no, I'm not talking about the Saints. <laughs> I've been, I've been trashing the Saints all year. We've been pulling for the Bills on this show, and Josh Allen loving what he's doing. Stephon Diggs, even though Minnesota couldn't stand him, loving him gashing the AFC. Love, love it. And then what the coach was doing, what McDermott's been doing, is just look good, but. Josh Allen had a crucial fumble in that game. Uh, Phillip Rivers actually came to play, but they ended up managing. Was this more good Colts or bad Bills? Uh, okay. Um, I would say more bad Bills. Uh, more so because um, I think the Colts really came out and did their thing, and it looked like in some some of their drives that they were just gashing them, and even in the fourth quarter as well. So, I mean – uh, the, the Bills' defense is a little bit suspect, I would say, moving forward because they're going to have to play, face a lot of really high-powered offenses like uh, like Kansas City. Um, you know, the Browns have shown some life. Ravens have a quarterback who can really run around and give you some issues. So, the, you know, they're going to have to – this Colts team uh, offensively was a little bit more manageable out of all the other teams that you were going to be able to face, and they, they did a good job on you. So, I, I don't know. It's going to be – they're going to have to step Hard it up next them. week against What's the Ravens. Game? The Ravens. Because the, the Browns won this game. They, the Browns are going to take on KC, so they're going to play the Ravens. Look, That's I probably still, the best matchup they could have got. I still think the Bills are, are, are the second-best team in the AFC. I think they can beat a Ravens team. Lamar looks inspired. We'll pick that game a little bit, but the Bills, man, just not, not the showing that I wanted from them. I'm going to toss it to Julian about this next game. I bet on Russ. I said, let Russ cook. I was all in on him. I was like, he's not going to let us down. And then here comes your boy, Jared Goff, getting the Rams a victory. What's, a, what's up with that? The Rams a victory. He threw 15 passes. That's exactly why they won. The less he throws, the better. <laughs> However, the Seattle, the whole Seattle team, they have holes everywhere. They have, they have good, solid players, but they have holes. They have holes in the offensive line. In the defense. Their, their offense has whole, a bunch of holes in it. Their defense, they have marquee names on defense, but they don't have – they don't really have, like, a solid core on defense. So you could just run through them. They can't stop anybody. Uh, it, they started to get it together towards the end of the season, but for the most part, they, they couldn't stop anybody. And the Rams supposedly have the best defense in the NFL. I know they have the two best defensive players – on an 11-man squad in the NFL with Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. So, Do you think that Rams defense is better than the Saints? That's where I give the Saints credit. In totality? Yeah. Yeah. You do? Yeah. 
because I think there's no no one compares to Aaron Donald, and no one in the Saints secondary at all compares to Jalen Ramsey. And I could we can get into that more later. What exactly I think about the Saints defense. All right, all right. I I disagree with you because I think the Saints defense. I think that's their best quality and their best feature. Oh no, it's, it, that's the Saints' best quality. And I but, I just I think that front that front seven so strong with with Hendrickson with uh Brown with Anyamata and Jordan hasn't been doing anything. Cam, where's Cam? Cam's been he's just older. He's just, I mean you do what you the, can. The linebacker the linebacker group is where I think the Saints yeah that's that's where they're the Mario, I think the Mario Davis was snubbed with a Pro Bowl. He was he should have been mentioned for Defensive Player of the Year or something because he was playing out of his mind. He out of anyone on the defense, it should have been him over Lattimore. Yeah. I thought Lattimore had a down year. Yeah, he did. He did. And he's going to use it to try to get paid this year. But he did play well in the playoffs today. I got to give it to him. He did play well today. But, I mean, you're playing the Bears. Against so. the Bears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're playing the Bears. Uh, speaking on the Saints, Julian, what do you think about the Saints win? A lot of New Orleans fans were hyped. I will say I thought this was Breeze's best game of the season. But we didn't look that good. No, where, oh, where should I begin? You want me to begin on offense or defense? Go, defense. Ahead, with the, go ahead, wherever you want. Yeah, we you know, it's just basically offense. You know, we said Drew Brees did look good today. However, as I was looking at the game, saying to myself, wow, he looks he looks a lot better than what I expected. He was playing. He had no pressure. All he had to do was score more than not turn the ball over. And they only turned it over like once. But all he had to do was score more than the Bears offense. Simple as that. The Bears offense was not going to score. There was no pressure. So there was no pressure on on them to throw the ball and air it out and have to do certain distinct plays. They didn't have to, they worried about the defense. All they had to do was, you know, manage the Chicago's defense, which played great, by the way. I mean, if the Bears have had a decent quarterback, it's game over. Because they, they, they stopped him a couple of possessions. And they if stopped, they could have scored, it would have switched momentum. That's a great defense they have. So, but other than that, I mean, yeah, Drew looked all right. But like you said, it was the Bears. He had to go against, they were playing half a team. That's that's exactly why they were putting. Now, if if the Bears had a good quarterback that was scoring, then it would have been a different story. And the defense, just look how long the, the Bears defense was out on the field. That's not normal. The, the offense was three and out every time. The Bears defense got no rest or anything, and they still played that well. That's, that's a fact. Now, what do you think about the Saints defense? I think the Saints defense, and I'm not talking about today because I don't want to say it really counts for Trubisky and stuff like that. But whenever they Whenever the Saints defense, I felt all season and last season too, they play down a competition. If they play someone that's that's worse than them, like an offense that's worse than them, they'll, they'll smother them. But as soon as they play an offense that's, you know, on par, that could keep up with their defense or has certain receivers that are faster than the Saints. That's secondary, the thing that I'm worried about. Blown this out. They get blown out. There's no, they can't play up to competition. They play down to it all the time. They don't do well playing up to it. And that's where you find yourself on Twitter, you know, looking at everybody's, damn it, Marshawn, you know, things like that. That's my issues with this week. It's like, I'm not worried about the front seven and the linebackers. They're going to do their thing. They're, Leonard Fournette's not going to get going to get much daylight running, but it's how, how they're going to do with Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, with Chris the, All those receivers. And, you know, once the passing games open up like that, they'll say, Tampa Bay can really – they could really run the ball if they want. They, if they want to be kind of a running team, they really could. It's just, you know, Bruce Arians loves to air it out all the time. You got all those horses, so you got to let them run. But uh, we'll see how it goes. We'll yeah, see how it goes. We shall. I'm excited for that game. 
Schubert, man, what'd you think? The Steelers, you were you picked the Browns to win that um, game, and Big Ben just looked it, it was what you said. It was like Big Ben just looks old, couldn't like the way that game started, me, I'm I'm recording the first part of this podcast with Doom, and Doom goes, Wait, bro, do you see mid-recording what's going on? And I turn my head, fumble out of nowhere, Big Ben, interception, throws three in the first half, throws another one in the second half. This and I don't know what the Steelers are going to do with a lot of major free agents next year. It just, is this the end of a dynasty or an era? Nope. Let me not say dynasty because you have to win to be a dynasty. Let me say an era. I think it's the end of era. You know, it would be best for the Steelers if Ben retired. I don't know if like Mason Rudolph, I guess, is the answer. I think that they put their hat in the Darnold sweepstakes. If the, if the Jets are trying to get rid of Sam Darnold, I think that the Steelers could be a good landing spot for him. It's a better place him personally than probably New York is um, way better weapons for sure. That's but what the Steelers really need to figure out is a run game. Cause Connor's not going to get it done. Like they're going to have to figure something out there. Uh, Juju Smith Schuster is not the same guy. He's just all talk at this <laughs> point. He is not. He needs to stop dancing. It just shows that Le'Veon Bell might've been right. Antonio Brown might've been right. That's all I'm Cause Juju it's not doing anything like he's lucky that they found Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson. Otherwise, he would have had a lot of heat on him this season. Just TikTok dancing on the, the line. But and and they, they have the pieces to be a great team. They have a really great offensive line. They were one of the fewest. They had the, the fewest sacks like it was 14 sacks all season. That's all the, the, that's all they had. And, you know, Big Ben's run around. So, you know, that's that shows that's a testament to the O-line that and it also shows like if you have such a good line, how are you not getting anything in the run game? So Connor and Benny Snell may not be the guys uh, you've seen with the receiving group, like who is the stars, who's not the stars. Um, but the defense is solid. They just were missing du- Dupree, but yeah. Dupree plays a full season. I mean, it's a whole different story. Um, and Minka Fitzpatrick is a really great all around secondary player. So, I, you know, the Steelers are good, and we they showed that a, a majority of the season, but when it came down to the end, they just couldn't keep it going, and Ben Roethlisberger showed his age. Where the Browns, they were getting hot at the right time. You know, they had a chip on their shoulder going into the playoff game. Yes, they did. It was This was the one playoff game that they could have won. And this you is know, the one they wanted I've, to win the most, honestly. For sure. I mean, like, what, they play Kansas City next week, they're going to get blown out. But. Like, you know, they, this is good for Cleveland. This is this is like winning a Super Bowl for Cleveland because they haven't been to the playoffs in 18 years. You've now, you know, you have a coach, you have a coach, you've shown that you can fight in your division and, you know, you give a little bit of more relevance to Baker Mayfield, even though he wasn't really the shining moment of the game. He wasn't bad, though. He, was he wasn't not bad. bad. That's what I'm saying. So, you know, you have a quarterback, you know, you have a coach, you know, you have a run game. Now it's just figuring out how to get the other pieces together. If I may interject, no quarterback, no quarterback should be playing bad with a 20-something point lead. (laughs) (laughs) There should be no – this is where you really test a quarterback. If they got to come and they're in a tight game and you need them to do something, that's when you know. You didn't need him to do anything tonight. But but he looks solid. He's a game man. He's a a solid quarterback, but – I'm not going to expect anything special out of him or anything. We, we were super high in the past, but, like, man. Yeah, he, I wouldn't he, be surprised if the Browns are thinking to themselves, like, we could do better. They know that because the Browns have the best offensive line in the league. And statistically, he's not performing too hot for the offensive line that he has. That's it true, was a, 
something that Pro Football Focus came out with, you know, the, the stats uh, that a uh, website and whatnot that do all the mm-hmm. stats. And he was performing terrible for how good his offensive line is. But, you I, know, they gave him I wanted to applaud Jarvis, man. Jarvis had a really good game tonight. Like, I was, Jarvis I was, is a really good receiver, so I expect that, yeah. I was happy to see the LSU product do well, especially since no Odell now, on the field. Now, speaking of Odell, offseason, you got to get rid of Odell. Yeah, you might have to. And and you'll get something for that. You know, may not be as great as you could have got at the beginning of last season, but you'll get, you'll get something. You know? Yeah, you definitely should. And I like your 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 train of thought of trying to enter that Sam Darnold sweepstakes. That's an interesting sweepstakes. Yeah, no, no, for the Steel. Oh yeah, for the Steelers for sure. That's what I meant. But uh, there's there's a lot of interesting quarterback spots like Stafford. Him, if the if the Deshaun Watson rumors are true, I pray they're not. They're true. They're, you think that man? Like I was saying, no, the Saints should go for Stafford. But it's like, legit. If like, we can get Deshaun know, Watson, he, then. He's 100% gotten disrespected by the, the Texans, and the Texans did not give a look at the enemy, and that's the one person he wanted them to, to at least give an interview to. Like, at least give the guy an interview. So, I mean, like, I just – they he's been burned. I don't think he wants to be there. I like the – I've the trade that I'm hearing out there, and I feel like you guys have been hearing it too, is the Tua to Houston, Deshaun to Miami. That's a, If they that's can make that happen. Oh, my gosh. Miami would be – yeah, but I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't go anywhere. That's that's how I don't think they're gonna let him go. GM, think of that new GM coming in. He ain't going nowhere. I'm not uh, like that team. That team really on offense. It was their defense that was terrible. Their offense was could easily put up points. They were in every game, a lot of games. You know, every no, now and, and, and like beat a beat a Titans team that is in the playoffs or well came close yeah, to being the Titans team. They had no. They were kind of like the Falcons. They don't have any problems scoring, but damn, they can't stop anything. Yeah. All right. I, I'm, you know, I'm, I also said last week, you know, uh, Julian didn't hear this, but I think they got to get rid of JJ Watt. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's time. It's time. It's time, time for, it's, it's honestly time across the board in the NFL for all these old dudes to leave. It's time. You're well, your time. I don't think JJ Watt needs well, to JJ's leave. Well, JJ's not old. It's just he had yeah. so many injuries. He's from, not old. from Roethlisberger <laughs> to Rivers to Breeze to Brady, they all got to go. It's time. It's time to, it's time to all, everybody move on these guys time to retire and let's get a good monday night football guy on espn whether it's rivers or or breeze oh i like lewis riddick man big fan i like him too but he's gonna go be a gm yeah i really wish he would just stick with the yeah I, I like that lewis man riddick. knows football man he that does. dude really knows some football all right let's get to our picks for this week i'll start off with you schubert we got the rams and the packers who you got winning and how do you think this one's gonna fare Packers by like three touchdowns. What's the line? Seven. Take it. <laughs> I have the I have the Packers as well. Uh, Julian, who you got winning in this one? I have the Packers, but I would take the Rams plus seven. It's be a physical game. Seven. All right, all right. I'm gonna come to you, Julian. Buccaneers and Saints. Who you got oh, winning Bucks. the game? Oh, you the Bucks? Bucks. And I think they have the Saints already favored by like uh. Minus three. You think three, three? Just ask yourself right now. You really can. You think you could beat Tom Brady three times in a row? That's all you need to ask yourself. Look, and once look. you answer that in your head, you come ahead and you answer quite Lyndon's this question. This is not. This is not Tom and Bill. This is not Tom, it don't and, have Bill. To be Tom and Bill. Like it. It does. It. It makes a big difference. I'm they, picking the Saints. I do not th- look. To me, the Saints are 
the most talented team in the NFC besides the Packers. It's them. And I think the Saints will lose in this playoffs, but I don't think it's going to be here. I think they're still going to march on and New Orleans fans are going to keep getting riled up like we're going to win the Super Tom Bowl. Tom Brady is not going to lose three times in a row. Think how good Tom Brady. He literally just walked into the Bucks. They went, what, 11 and five? No preseason, no training camp, all on the fly. That's true. With a, with a bunch of personalities. But I don't that think they're going to win. That man ain't coming to a New Orleans dome and lose, and that's all I got to say. We shall with see. With no fans. Schubert, who you got with I will, to Julian's credit, I will say that you got to scratch off one of those losses because it was week one. And there was no way that Tom Brady was going to walk in week one with no preseason on a new team with a new yeah. thing and play against the Saints and win that game. Like that, that that's a wash. But, you know, the Saints did get the victory in that, in that uh, night battle in Tampa. I would probably stay with the Saints close because, like, I feel like they do have the, the all-around team at this point and they know that they're in a winner. But it's like a winner bust mentality. Like this has got to be the year or nothing. So you know, and Tampa's in a similar boat, but they just have a lot of personalities that just like might be like, oh well, you know, Tom's going to play till he's fifty, so we'll just like keep going with it. I don't know. I feel like from when it, when it comes to coach and defense and offensive talent, you know, the Saints are very. Where like I feel like Tampa. So, like this, this is this is the one time where I'm Tampa, confident. Tampa hasn't. All Tampa's losses came against teams that are in the playoffs. They didn't beat any teams that they were in the playoffs. They beat trash teams. They didn't beat good people. So, I don't know. That's why I'm going with the Saints, man. You could stick with old Tampa. We'll see you next week if Julian is okay. right. All right, let's yeah, do you will. <laughs> All right, I'll start off with you, Schubert. Uh, Bills and Ravens, who you got winning the game? This is, this is the tough one in the AFC. Oh, um, Bills. You got the Bills? Yeah, I mean, I think – it, it again, I just don't know with Lamar. Like, Lamar played good today, but the Titans' defense is not that good. And, like, and he, and it wasn't passing, it was on, on, it was on the ground. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know, man. And then you're going to have to go to Buffalo, which is going to be really cold. It's probably going to snow. Like, it's, I don't know. I, I don't feel too confident about the, the Ravens against the Bills this time, but I'm glad Lamar got his playoff win. But, same. Yeah, I don't it's, think, it's I don't the think they're going to win a year. It's the Bills' year to go to, Let's to go, the Josh. championship. Give me a break. Full steam Give ahead. Me a break, dude. The, the reason the Colts, y'all, y'all, y'all mentioned that earlier, the, the reason the Colts lost is because the Colts made some dumb decisions. The Bills didn't play that great, in my opinion. Bad game. Their defense, their defense was really good last year and the year before. They're kind of suspect this year. That is true. Colts, ran, Colts had their way on the ground with them when they wanted to. And that was the Colts. Could you imagine Lamar Jackson? And you're saying the weather to be favorable? That's running weather right there. That's built for the Ravens. You know, I really think the Ravens, the Ravens' defense is better. Is They're not better than the Colts' defense, but they got a lot more swagger with them. And I I, I just don't have a feeling that Josh Allen's going to – I feel like Josh Allen's on a hot streak. I think he's a good quarterback. I think he's going to be really good. But I think he's just really on a hot streak right now. And, you know, I feel like he almost got exposed – with the Colts. So we'll see what Baltimore will do. We'll see. I'm, we'll I'm, see I'm rolling with the Bills. See. I'm rolling. I understand Steve. why you're rolling it's with the Bills. It's a fair pick. Too. I'm not mad at that pick either because you, you're absolutely right about the running stuff. We shall see. I just like what McDermott has done. And, you know, Marcus Peters is going to have his handful this week. Gonna have oh, oh, you, oh, you can bet that. He's going to have his hands full. Stephon Diggs is full steam ahead. And what? We're all picking KC? We're all picking KC? Yeah, yeah okay. You're not picking. You pick going Browns. No, no, but I wouldn't be surprised if KC loses in the next round. 
that now that that I wouldn't be surprised at it as well. But our right, either team, yeah, either same, team. yeah, exactly. But all right, those are our picks. We shall find out who was right and who was wrong. Real quick, let's do some NBA stuff. We're not going to spend too too long on the NBA just because it's it's real early and people are coming out with COVID and like people are getting injured and like not all teams are there, but one team that is there is the Pelicans in the last three, the three game losing skid has, I came on here last week and was super hype on them. I'm still super hype, but Lonzo ball has to play better. And like he has to, and and it's either, if he's not going to play better, then we got to put Eric Bledsoe in on those closing minutes. And J.J. Redick has to start hitting shots. I'm sorry, because if J.J. Redick doesn't hit shots, we're not shooting. The bench, the bench depth is not there. And I don't want Nikhil Alexander-Walker playing anymore. I'm at that point. Like, I understand he's young, but, Whoa. like, <laughs> like I'd rather give those mirrors to Kyra Lewis, Lewis Jr. At least see what he can do, because no is a turnover machine, is a turnover machine. Like, dude dude would rather, instead of doing a normal bounce pass or chest pass, dude's over here behind the back throwing it out of bounds constantly. It's just, it's, it's annoying with that. That's just how I feel. Julian, we haven't heard your thoughts on the Pels. How, how are you feeling about the Pels right now? You know, I feel good about the Pels. I feel good for the future. But I think one thing that they need to do right now, I think they need to get rid of some players. That team doesn't belong together. They have good in, they remind me of the Dallas Cowboys. They have good individual players, but they can't play like a team. Um, they just and when I say play like a team, you know, offense, you know, that's one thing, but they don't play good team defense at all. They have good individual defensive players, but I just feel like they don't play defense as a team. Like it's not instilled with them. You know, you gotta wanna play defense. Like look at the Knicks now with Tom Thibodeau with a foot in their ass. That team's playing hard. You need to go watch them. They're playing hard. I just feel like the Pelicans, they don't have that grit. They have no grit, no toughness. It's just like the flash and the stardom and stuff. And, you know, you have, you know, two star players and one who was told he was supposed to be a star his whole life by his father and whatnot. You know, so I just feel like they need a – not everyone belongs. Also, I was – you know, you look at a team like the Miami Heat. Miami Heat at all times, they either had three veterans on the floor and two young players or three young players and two veterans on the on the floor, and each and every time the veterans would always lead the ball. Pelicans don't have that. I know Stephen Adams is a veteran, but he doesn't have control of the ball. He's in this. He's in the middle. JJ Reddick's not about to dribble the ball up and down a court. Don't get me started on Eric Bled, so he doesn't belong there either. So I just feel like the Pelicans they need they need to make some trades. They need to get you know maybe another veteran or two on the team to help you know mold the young guys and lead them the right way. You know, similar. I mean, look at Charlotte. Gordon Hayward and Terry Rozier. I know Terry Rozier is kind of young, but remember him at the Celtics? He know he's a smart player. He knows how to hoop. They just have a healthy mix. And I feel like the Pelicans don't really have that. I'm not mad at those takes. I disagree with some of those, but I'm not mad at those takes. I'm just... I, I had so much faith in Lonzo Ball, and the, and the thing is, he's just not producing. And his brother's looking better than him. That's what, he's not that's aggressive. He's not. He's not aggressive. It's I don't know why. And they t- and I know they get in his ass. I'm like, dude, stop passing. Like Stan Van Gundy gets Gundy in his ass constantly. And like, why are you passing all the time? You know. And oh, and let me compliment Zion. This dude, Zion looks great. What he's gonna be on. He's going to play just like that. How often is it that you find he, – he gives me, like, Kevin Durant vibes. And when I say he's efficient because 
he never has the ball. Kevin Durant doesn't have the ball much. Oh, I mean, I you know, he does. But like Zion, they pass in the ball, he goes score. He doesn't dribble around. He doesn't dribble up and down. He doesn't he play one-on-one basketball. He gets it done. That's a special player. That type of player could play with anybody. Now, the people in the front office, let's get them right players around him. Yeah. I'm not mad at that because Zion is looking, Zion's looking great. And I got to say, you were very harsh on Brandon Ingram. He's, he's come around. I'm a big fan. Oh, oh, I got I got This isn't a hot take to y'all, but it would be to everybody else. Uh, Random Ingram is what people think Jason Tatum is. Mm, no, that's not a hot take. I, we've said, yeah, not I, hot, it's not I a agree hot take with that. To you, but to other people, last week Justin brought on the pod. Who's better, Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum? Because Jalen Brown's been looking great. Yeah, Drop I'm it. so sick of the Jason Tatum stuff. Don't don't get don't get me started. Mm, Schubert, how you feeling about your Knicks? Y'all are looking good. Julian just cl- oh. complimented them. <laughs> like the Knicks are making the playoffs, man. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Tom Thibodeau's got a foot in that. Dude, they're playing. They, have you watched them? They're I'll playing. The yes. They're playing. Dude, Emmanuel Quickly. Even when they, Quigley, lost, to the th- dude, Even when they lost to the Thunder, they played hard. Emmanuel Quickly, I knew that dude was going to be good. Tyrese Max, he had 39 points last night from both those Kentucky boys. The, the Knicks got a good squad. Look, you know what's funny about the Knicks squad? All those people that they drafted in the first round a few years ago, I think they're on the bench. <laughs> Everyone <are>. that... <laughs> It's, it's, it's literally like just Barrett and Julius Randle that are like the dominant factors. Yeah. Like, Randle's been balling crazy. But yeah, yeah, yeah. that. But so, any was, NBA but, thoughts you have? Uh, well, you know, I will say what Julian said is right about the Pelicans. I feel like, you know, they're moving into like a new system and they be bringing a guy like Steven Adams. You're kind of changing the entire aspect of what you were before. So a lot of those guys that were there before and were part of that building phase, like Melly's got to go. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, JJ's too old. Like, you know, Nikhil Alexander Walker, I, I wouldn't give up on him just yet. Like, you know, he's he's just raw. And Kira, you know, you brought him in, so that's good. But like, you know, we'll see what they what they can do. But they need to find somebody, you know, get rid of Bledsoe, find or Lonzo, either one. It's, Whichever yeah, one. I, I'm okay with either one at this point. Like, like if you want to get hard too. But Josh, you probably would have to. Honestly, but, I, I get mean, rid of. The only people I'd rearrange that team. The only people that are staying are Brandon Ingram and uh, and Zion. Everybody else, Stephen Adams is, is staying too. Stephen Adams well, yeah, is staying, but like everyone else, it's expendable. Yeah, true. Yeah. I'm not. I, it just you depends know, what you get back. But I'm like, like, I'm not mad at getting rid of Z- Lonzo, Brand, uh, Bledsoe, JJ, Melly, or Hart. I just like what Hart the, the hustle he brings. He's a he's a good bench player. He's the best one we he's have. He's a good bench player. He's a, he's a good, but you can get something for him. Somebody would take him. That's true. It just depends. Could on add back. Kuzma too, but yeah. No, I would. I guess I wouldn't want. Oh my gosh, what you, <laughs> Jesus, Kuzma's horrible. The one thing I've been noticing with uh, some of the more obscure teams that you know may not be playoff teams, but could be you know fringe teams at the end of the year when we're talking about the play-in. You know, OKC's balling at, at least this week. This week they were balling. Like, yeah, this you know, week they looked okay. Shea Alexander was is putting up really great numbers. Uh, Baisley's playing really great for them. Um, and who's that guy that has been? Uh, Talking about Diallo. Dort? I mean, Diallo oh. came out of nowhere the other day. No, Diallo came out, came out the other day and just like was been balling. So I mean, it's just like OKC's one of those teams that you can't sleep on, and Pels know it. Because they they beat you know they got you beat by have, oh, OKC. I shouldn't have lost that game. But I'm just saying, like you know, no, it's true. They're not a team to sleep on, and you know they're like San Antonio. San Antonio is another team that's like really starting to. to they play found their new well. guy. 
They found their yeah. new guy in Keldon Johnson. They definitely you know, we talk, we were we've been talking about the Suns so much, you know, the Suns and the Lakers and the Clippers, you know, th- those are your top teams. And I feel like everything else is fluid. Like, you know, any, I'm every, so it's happy almost for Chris Paul. I, I want the Suns yeah. to do well, man. I'm so happy for Chris Paul. Like they could, they could maybe, depending on how Aiton develops this year, they could maybe challenge old LeBron in, in LA with championship hangover. The, I, I see it. I know y'all see it. The championship hangover The only thing is they don't have anyone there. who can guard LeBron. Like if you say, let's true. say Aiden they don't have anyone that can maybe. guard AD. I was, I was talking about him. Aiden. I was talking about Aiden for that. <laughs> but he he can't go not outside yet. with him. Not yet. That's what's not, not yet. yet. But but Booker Booker could go off. Chris Paul. You, know, you never know. I really like the Suns. But Schubert, any any other basketball stuff from you? If not, if not, we'll get up out of here. Uh no. All right, word. Well, yeah, that's pretty much it. We will be back next week talking NFL playoffs. Justin will be back. Come talk some Hawks. I know he has some basketball takes brewing. He's loving what he's seeing from DeMontis Sabonis. He shot me a whole bunch of texts. He'll be back next week. But, all right, Julian, tell the people where they can find you at on social media. We'll try to bring you back next week, too, so we can continue this NFL talk. Oh, yeah, man. Find me on Twitter at GGNav, J-U-J-U-N-A-V. Talk sports with me. Y'all definitely go follow Julian. Schubert, tell, tell the people where they can find you at on social media. No, you can find me at Twitter and Instagram at hubert 14 Bros who binge this week. We got a big interview that's going to be really exciting for you guys. Um, and we'll also be talking about your honor still. And um, do we have another interview? No. Review? No, not this no, week. No, but, there's, but there, there is that. I, w- I will watch the, uh, you know, the new Netflix uh the new uh, Anthony Mackie movie. <laughs> oh. like, I'm going to watch it before we go and then just give my thoughts. I feel like the movie's going to be asshole, but, you know, we shall see. But other than that, yeah, that's pretty much it. Until next week when WandaVision starts. So we'll have a good shit, a yeah, lot of stuff to do as well. And then be ready. February 4th, February 4th, live, Twitch.tv. The Pitch It match begins the season. Uh, Locked on Pelicans, Jake Madison taking on In the Know, Shamid Dua. And then we have the YouTuber from Danix called Dan Exclaims versus the Twitcher Hastic, and it's going to be a big match live on Twitch. Y'all come check that out. Uh, Pitch It will be there February 4th at 6 o'clock. Doors open on Twitch at 6 o'clock, and the event will start Central. at 6 Central, yeah, 6 o'clock Central, 7 p.m. Eastern time, and then the uh, matches will get started at 6.15. But you can find all information on that, bros who think, on Twitter. Other than that, just be sure to subscribe to the YouTube, and yeah, that's about it. But for Julian, for Schubert, for Brooklyn, for Doom, for Tima, for Jordan. My name is Lennon. You guys have a good one. We will talk to you next week. Until then, peace.